Welcome to not just another episode of Carpod Diem. This is the first episode of season two. That's right, season one is done. Season two is brand new. And uh, for those who don't know who I am, my name is Nate Williams. I am the host, but I am joined as always by the busty, the musty, the crusty, the lusty, and the trusty. Yeah, that okay. We needed. Goodness gracious! I was. I kind of took it fast. I'm talking about my <laughs> talking about my wife, uh, Jennifer and Williams. Clack 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 clack. Um, Jen, could you fill the people in as to the newest development? I mean, we did an episode. I don't know, twelve days ago, maybe two weeks ago, going on two weeks ago. Um, and I just feel like there's something different about you. Uh, something different about the <laughs> the family. Could you fill the folks in? We have a new podcast member. Let's see if he'll say anything. Okay. For the people. Mic him up. What do we got? Nothing. Nothing. Just, okay. Just staring. Um, okay. When he gets hungry, he'll shout you guys out. Don't you worry. But go ahead, Jen. He's here. Our son. Yes. Maximilian. It's a um, boy. It's a boy. Yeah, we <laughs> didn't know. <laughs> uh, talk about driving hints. We didn't know what exactly he or she was going to be. That was a surprise. So uh, cats out the bag. <laughs> and it's and a boy I thought cat. it was a girl the entire time. Well, uh, funny you should say that because um, we have yet to do a podcast since Jen gave birth. So um, we're coming up on two weeks now of Max being out the womb where we last left you guys off and I'm just going to put like a I've got the the um the clip itself the SD card just ran out of space and so it was probably a 15 maybe 20 minute drive to the hospital and it just ran out of space so I wasn't able to continue on with the uh the podcast but that's fine you guys haven't heard from us in in any capacity since then so we last left off, we were just pulling up to the hospital, and Jen, take it from there. <laughs> well, when we first got to the hospital, and I got out of the car, well, my water had broken that morning at 4 a.m. Yes. So, we went to the hospital immediately, because really, I wasn't just sure what to do. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if that was, like, normal but it was like a lot. So I was like, oh, we ought to go to the hospital. True. So we went to the hospital. And then on our walk in, my water continued to break. My pants were soaked. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh my goodness. <laughs> you said every step it was like. Mm-hmm. Like little gushes of water. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, so that happened. They checked us in. And did this little like. they Before we get into that, they were just really chill about my my wife water had broken baby on the way they're like okay well yeah what's your name all right and your birthday okay mm-hmm. and uh yep so yeah. you're gonna just go and sit over there and, and i had texted our um midwife and told her that it had happened and she was like okay looks like it's baby day today and i was like oh my gosh yeah i wasn't expecting me? that now um i don't know what i expected but i expected it to go like I don't know, Sl- slower but also faster. Anyway, 
So, yeah, they took us up to the labor and delivery room that we would later have our son in and checked my checked to see if it was indeed amniotic fluid and it was. Mm-hmm. And we just waited would you say like 4 or 5 hours to see if my like contractions would progress naturally? Yes. And, and they did? Yes. When when we got there and I I don't know if we I think we said this before. I got to sneeze. Hold on. It's it's the it is right. Oh, it went away. That's the worst yeah, that's feeling. The worst. Oh, <laughs> robbed, robbed of that pure bliss for two seconds. Okay. So early on in the pregnancy, back when nobody knew except for me and Jen, literally no one. Um, I don't really know where I'm going. I think I'm supposed to go straight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. So when no one knew. There was a hema. What? Just Hem, uh, it was called a, a subchorionic hematoma. Okay. Uh, not wanting to go into detail, but there was a evening where Jen was like, "Hey, I'm bleeding," and I think we were nine weeks pregnant. Yeah. So that was terrifying, and I thought, like, "Oh no!" Like, I'm like losing my breath just thinking about it. Like, mm-hmm. it was a terrifying couple of hours yeah we thought the worst yeah sure. we did I, I i'm pretty sure that we we made a podcast about that but anyway because we went in there um i was familiar with the hospital room just a uh, well not like a emergency room but i don't go to hospitals often neither do right. you Mm-mm, so no. was a little bit familiar with it there but that was like a terrifying type of ordeal fast forward more um we were probably 31 32 is max talking to him he just sneezed. Okay, so my sneeze that I wanted transferred to him. Um, you said 30 how many weeks? Six? 32. 32 weeks. Um, okay. Jen started feeling contractions. Which I didn't know were contractions. It just kind of felt like cramps, I guess. Yes. Which I was used to with my period, so. True. I don't really think anything about it. I'm pretty sure there's an episode about that as well. my doctor. She was like, yeah, you should come in. My contractions were two minutes apart. I had to get fluids. To help the contraction stop. Right. He's talking. Is he talking? People. Can you mic him up? Max, let the people know what's up. Okay. Okay. He's too chill. Got it. Um, he's our, by the way, Max is our executive producer. And uh, none of this would be possible without him. Okay, anyway. So, uh, the contraction situation, the lady said while we were in there, she was like, hey, this is like, this is the room. This is just like a room that you will deliver in. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was super helpful for me, um, even though the contraction yeah. thing was a little bit of a scare because we're like, yo, this baby yeah, is we knew what to expect. eight weeks early. Yeah, we knew what to expect, looked at all the equipment, all that stuff. $1,000 sneak preview. Yes, <laughs> but he's worth it. But my goodness. Yeah, those that the, was just for the one. <laughs> that was an IV and a pat on the back. <laughs> yeah, Jeez Louise. Uh, can't even imagine what this bill's about to be. Yeah, let's not think about it. Let's just look yeah. at his beautiful face. So we had already seen the hospital. Yes. And so we, we we knew where we were going and yeah. And it was a very small hospital in a very quaint city. So like none of it was very stressful. Right. Um, Which is not what you see in the movies. Like in the movies, it's all like, it's go time. Come on, Panic. get the get the Fear. saw. Yeah, grab Quickness. grab me the, yeah, and the it syringe. like that at all. So we just waited and watched shows yeah for like three or four hours 
yeah. I don't think we made it through a full episode, but we were watching The Last Kingdom, and then my contractions progressively got like closer together, yeah, and stronger. So, like when we first got there, you want all the details, or you just want—is this the birth? Yeah, story? this is the birth oh, story. This is the birth story. This is the. Birth. I was like, why are you just blowing through Perfect. stuff? I was gonna say, so we met a really nice nurse lady whose name I forget. But she acted like our friend Becca Lewis. Yes, shout out to you, Becca. Um, super kind lady. She, and she's the one who told us about the um, counter pressure, right? Nah, that was another nurse. Okay, different lady. Oh, yeah, that was the blonde hair lady. Named Kristen, yep. Okay. Um, so Jen's contractions were happening. How would you describe a, con- a contraction um, outside of the... I'm talking about like not the menstrual ones. To me, that's what it felt like the whole time. Just menstrual cramps that got stronger and stronger. Oh, wow. Um, some people say they fill them up through their stomach, like a tightening in their stomach. True. I didn't really feel that. And then um, also like back pain, which I did have. Yeah. Which is why the counter pressure was really helpful. So I was supposed to ball my fist up. And when she had a contraction, like kind of push and twist my yeah. fist to kind of distract from it. And it was right. helpful, right? Mm-hmm. So when we first got in, so let, let's let's give the people the details. When we first got in, how dilated were your pupils? Or, you know. My pupils? Not your pupils, but your okay. lady uh, parts. When I first got there, what did they say? I was. Two? No. One? I think it was like half. Okay. And 60% effaced. I don't really know what that means. Yeah. But that's what I was. So I was like, dang, I haven't really progressed very much for my water having broken. Yeah. But they checked me then, and that's about how far I was, like, progressed. And that was at maybe 7 a.m., okay. 8 a.m., like, when Lisa got there. And just to just to preface, I, and keep in mind, all this stuff is new to both of us. So we don't know what the heck's going on. The percentage was, like, how, I guess, thin your, what's it called? Something was getting thinner. Something was ripening, right? The cervix yes, was the ripening. Cervix, like thinness. Right. So it keeps getting thin, 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 thin until it's ready for a person to come on down, right? Yep. Okay. So at 60% you said when we got in? Yeah. And at like, I don't even know. Not very far dilated. Not very far. Okay. Um, um, so that was like at 9 a.m. And so Lisa then, checked you, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So our midwife lady came in. Said like, hey girl, what up though? Also, shout out to uh, Women's Wellness. The kindest ladies in the yeah, planet. we had a great support team. That's My for goodness. Sure, the whole time. It was surreal. But yeah. anyway, keep going. Um, so. She went in, or she came in. She said, hey, how's it going? Let me check yeah. you. Checked you. It was like, yeah. yep, that things are definitely moving along. I'm going to come back in a few hours. Yeah, um, so she came back around noon, but in those three hours, it was like the contractions were starting to get a little bit more intense, just like stronger. I was moving from the birthing ball, watching the show, to the bed, to standing up. Now pause. Before we get into all of that, um, we left in a blitz, did we not? We left yeah, the we house did. in a whole blitz. Some of the things that we forgot were we wanted to take Polaroid pictures, left the Polaroid at home. Um, you packed kind of, right? Yeah, I had packed things for the baby and like some things for myself, but not really 
pillows, like face wash, things that are I was using every day. Right. None of that stuff was like ready to go because initially we were going to be induced and we would be able to prepare. Pack all of that stuff. Get and the camera, all right. of that. And Max came three weeks early, so we didn't... I had the bags packed, but like I didn't have all of the last minute stuff ready to go. Right. So we just kind of blitz packed from four to five thirty. Yep. And got as much into the car as we possibly could, but we forgot the Polaroid camera and I didn't bring any clothes to leave the hospital in. No and pillows. My water had broken all over my pants by the time that we got there. Right. So Jen shows up. They got her in a gown now. And I'm thinking like and once again, I d- um, my only frame of reference is movie births. So I'm thinking this baby's showing up in 15 to 20 minutes. It's coming out. She's going to push and scream and cuss. And the baby's going to be here. Um, but that, once again, wasn't the case. So Lisa said, hey, things aren't probably going to happen until tonight. Right? Yeah, probably like She said five or six. Uh, yeah, I that's thought. what she said. Yeah, she said, chances are this baby will be here before midnight. So you guys have time. So... To my what feels like shame, but not really. I was like, okay, well then I'll leave and I'll go get the stuff. Yeah. Um, that was at our house, and we were toying around the idea of like we just wanted to have. There's something special about Polaroid pictures, um, to physically hold them and and to look at them like that type of thing. There, there's just something special about it. So I was really bummed that I completely forgot that. And so there was a Walmart nearby, and I was just going to go and buy. A new Polaroid camera mm-hmm. with film because it was like six minutes away. And so I was just going to get that, get some pants for her, then come back to the hospital. Get to Walmart. And this isn't a, exactly the most bustling Walmart on the planet. No no Polaroid camera. Nope. Nothing. They had Polaroid film, so I bought that. And I bought her some extra large leggings uh, that ended up they not fitting. so big. <laughs> they were more like business Pretty pants. Nice. I didn't. They were they like, like business, business pants. They're like maternity business slacks. I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> they were not <laughs> leggings. They were black maternity slacks. Yeah, for the office, <laughs> and that's what I left the hospital in. <laughs> Some Jen old, was yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she was ready to work. <laughs> office pants. I think I had a pocket in the back. <laughs> Good night. Um. Yeah. Have since been donated or yeah. thrown away. No, they're they're in the they're in the trunk to be donated. Um, yeah, they're terrible. So I I left and I went and I ran all of those errands and we stayed on FaceTime the entire time, the whole time because yeah, I wanted to be I there. Like, what if I go into labor? Like we just didn't really know what to expect. But right. things, she was like, things probably won't progress that fast. I mean, like my body had to naturally get into labor itself. We didn't do pitocin, so it took a little bit of time. Right, uh, plenty of time for me to go do the thing. So left, went home, grabbed all the pillows. Grab the film, like the, we had a film camera that I couldn't figure out how to use, which I'm bummed about, but it's fine. Um, I've got plenty of time to figure out how to use it properly. I can't really hear you very well. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm sitting in the back with the baby, by the way. Yes. um, I got the film camera as well, but I couldn't figure out how to use it. So I was saying. Um, Then got like like a disposable Polaroid or like a disposable camera, not disposable, but the point and shoot film cameras. But um, don't know how to use those either. So anyway, grabbed all that stuff, then stopped at Chipotle. Um, fun fact, I lost my debit card somewhere between Chipotle and the hospital. Have yeah. no idea where, where it went. Anyway, got Chipotle, 
the ladies in line, I'm getting this stuff, and I said, man, I'm I'm just really excited because my wife's at the hospital right now, and and uh, you know we're gonna have a baby today. She's like, what? What? Congratulations! And the girl who was helping me was like, I'm pregnant, and like, um. I'm I'm doing like two months or something like that. I was like, oh, that's awesome! Congratulations. She's like, yeah, and so she's like, good luck with everything. I was like, good luck with everything for you too. So, um, shout out to you, lady at Chipotle. Um, you're a great person. So left there, get back uh, or get back to the hospital, and Jen told me to eat the Chipotle in the car. Jen, uh, what? You told me to eat the Chipotle in the car. Yeah. Um, the smell was gonna bother you. No, I couldn't eat during delivery. So in case of a C-section or whatever, you know, they want you to have no food on your stomach. Got you. So from whenever we got there at 5 a.m. to at that point, it was 11, I think. Yeah. I hadn't had anything in about six hours. Yeah. So I was just like. Don't even want to smell I'm it. I'm hungry. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. You could have clear things though, clear liquids like yeah. apple juice and broth. I think they brought jello. jello, yeah. So that was nice to have, but yeah. I mean, still, when you're in labor, you need some energy, you know. Right. Um, okay, so come I eat the chipotle in the car. Um, very surreal feeling, knowing that my wife is inside a building right there, um, contracting and whatnot. Get back in. At this point, it's probably what I was probably gone for two hours, right? And around then, I think Lisa came back. Is that accurate? Yeah, Lisa came back around noon to check my progress again. And at that time, I was at a four. I think so, yeah. And like 90% effaced, I think. Yeah. So some progress had happened in three hours. Like I had gone from half a centimeter dilated to four. Right. So they were like, oh, wow, so you're progressing like one centimeter an hour, like a bit more quickly than that. So that's awesome. Like, this is great. Right. So I was like, cool. Like, we might have a baby even sooner. Right. Like, I'm thinking I'm at a four. So in five hours, by four o'clock, I'm going to have a baby. Let's go. So she leaves. And their office is just down the road. So she leaves. Um, I didn't realize that how it wasn't until we left the hospital that you, that I realized how close they were to the hospital. Yeah. They live, or their office is real close. So, um, she left to go back to the office and, like, just do, like, you know, her appointments, see her patients and stuff. And then my contractions got even stronger. Yeah. During those three hours. And that's when I was, like, moving from the birthing ball to standing up. She's, like, just getting some different positions. We tried a peanut for a while. And I was having to, like, really concentrate through them and, like, I'm fine. Yeah. It's no big deal. <laughs> and apparently, like, the moving in different positions helps, I guess, the ba- like, it helps, helps it move. Them, yeah. The peanut but it helps open. Strong. Yes. Yeah. Which is what you want because that means the baby's coming. But, right. Um, that means they're more painful. <laughs> yeah. So I tried the best that I could and hung in there and. Um, Did the counter pressure thing? Yeah. The counter pressure helped some and. I mean, honestly, it's like, it's just painful. Yeah. Like, forever in history, it's just, it's a painful experience, you know? Yeah. So, it just is what it is. And then, um, I think, and I was explaining this to my friend, Sarah, not my sister, not my cousin, but my friend. There's a lot Sarah. of Sarahs in the podcast. Uh, I was explaining to her that I think I might have been able to persevere through if 
the nurse hadn't said, when she comes back, I won't be surprised if you're at an eight or a nine because of the way that my response was to the contractions. I she see. knew I was in quite a bit of pain and she just was assuming like, you're probably mm. pretty far progressed now. Like, I won't be surprised if when she comes back, you're at an eight or nine. So I was like, oh, heck yeah. Like, two more centimeters to go. Like, I got this. Right. Um, when she came back at three o'clock, and keep in mind, they told me that I'd probably progress about a centimeter an hour. Right. Not my midwife, the nurse. We're expecting a seven, eight. Yeah. Nine. So when she came back, she's like five and 90% effaced. And I've been three hours. I'm like... No more effaced and just one centimeter more. So I was like, nope, can't do this. I have, I'm have i only halfway there. And that progress took three hours, you know? It was like quite painful. Like Yeah. I was, and I'd been up since 4.30 and now it's 5 p.m. Yeah. So I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I cannot do this. So that, uh, that's, I'm going to be exhausted. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's the part where I was totally understanding what you're saying. You're saying, hey. Well, number one, I think maybe it was probably the day before, if not two days before, you were saying, or at least the week leading up to when Max actually was born, you were like, "Why was? Why am I trying to do it with no pain management? Like, it why am don't I? Know. What, That's what just am what I, doing? I set out to do, and so I was like, I guess this is what I want to do. This is what I'm gonna do, but I don't really know why. Like, I don't know what in my mind was just like, I'm gonna do a natural labor, natural delivery. I don't have anything to prove, and. I, even inside myself, I'm not, like, determined to have a natural labor. So, I don't know. I think it was just, like, that's just what I always kind of thought I would do. Right. And I think that in my mind, like, so, um, good friend of mine, Corey, his wife had um, their daughter, Evan, um, two weeks before we did, three mm -hmm. weeks before, Max. And, um, okay, so two weeks. And so their labor situation was a lot more intense than our own. Um, yeah. She had a high blood pressure situation going on and um, Corey was worried, rightfully so, and, and all, all of that stuff. And I think when he said that like, like, hey, we're going to give her some pain management type stuff. And he was like, okay. So he left. And when he came back, she was kind of like loopy. He was like, what did you do to my wife? Like, what the heck? Yeah. And so very traumatic experience. Yeah. And so she was kind of out of it. And so I think what, when he said that it confirmed in my mind that, um, if you take any like pain management type stuff, you're not going to be yourself. You're not really going to be present for yeah. this moment. So I didn't like the idea of that also. And this is like, poor Heather, she had had an epidural yeah, as well. So like she literally got like the triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> which is rough and I yeah um and and their story is their own story coming up on the left over here do you want to go to it first left or right because you pointed oh, sorry, right it's on okay. the right um sure is it like coming I can up just, right like, now run in and see if they have it okay no you know that little like um gosh it's like that like all organic store not really okay you see that sign that says time yes i think if you turn into there-ish. Okay. I'm sorry. No, um, you're fine. I was, it, it was just a poor breathing turn here. No, keep going. Okay, see Good Earth Market, that sign, Natural Grocery Market, yeah. turn in there. Into the, this is a, this is something to turn into? I think so. What the heck? 
Yep, and the thrift store is in the back. Auction center? Is that no. the place? Okay. It's on the left over there. Parish thrift shop? Yeah. Okay. Wow, this is like in the cut. Yeah, I know, but it's like such a good thrift store. This okay. is where Claire and I came, and it's really good. True. Okay. Well, um, Jen's about to hop into this thrift store. Look at that cute chair for the patio. Uh, the one with the cushion. Yeah. Okay. Let me um, try to park in this joint. Are you and Max coming in or just me? I think maybe just you. Okay. I'll be quick because he doesn't like to sit still. You might have to do laps around the parking lot, Dad. Okay. All right. right, We're gonna take a quick break. Jen's gonna look at some stuff. Um, cue transition music. Okay, and we're back. Um, so he stopped at this their store. They don't open until another 30 minutes, which is salty because Jen saw a chair that she liked. Jen yeah. doesn't like most things. Yeah, we have a baby, so like we can't just like wait 30 minutes and stall. True. It'd be more Every like 20. precious. More like 20 minutes at this point. Is that? Meh. No, because then we have to go to Home Goods. Okay, now I feel you. I'm trying to get him, like, not back, but no, I feel you. I'm make it as far as he can. Yeah. Give him a big old feeding. Okay, so where we where did we last leave the people off in the story? Um, I don't even know. We uh, okay, pain management. You're like, why am I trying to do this thing naturally? Um, and I think that okay, that that's where I was getting getting at. So when you were saying like, I could do this on my own, unassisted, no medicine, none of that. I could do it. It's possible that I, I I could. However, if I were to do that, I would be exhausted and I would have no energy for you or for him or for myself, like to enjoy the moment. So when she said that, I was like, okay, I'm, oh, pause, rewind. The, the reason why I was just like, uh, yeah, like medicine stuff isn't good. Um, when Corey said that Heather was kind of out of it. Also, there was a lady at the church that I went to youth group wise who got an epidural and it uh, took away her mobility. So she couldn't, afterwards, she couldn't walk on her right. own. So yeah, she had like to use a walker. Not good. And so I think, like, and it was with her first son named William. And, um, yeah, and so she just was, like, stuck to a walker. Like, Aww. and I just thought, like, oh, my gosh. Like, so I just thought, like, man, that's what happens? Like, that's terrible. And, um yeah, so that's what I thought going into it. After the lady said, um, I don't know if it was Lisa, I don't know who said it, but they were just like, it's not a painful thing for you. And if anything, it just helps. Like the pressure's still there. You're still present. It doesn't make you loopy yeah, and drugged like you up. you can feel everything. Like, right. I mean, not everything like that. It does block pain. Yeah. Like it's a pain blocker. But like the pressure, I can move my toes. Like I was surprised I can move my toes. I could move my legs. I mean, people assist, assisted me with him, but I could. Right. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't quite as crazy. Right. You weren't just like, I'm drugged up. No, 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 yeah. no. And I, like, mentally couldn't feel it at all. I was completely there in my mind, you know? Yeah. It Which wasn't I'm like a pain for. medication. It was literally just a pain blocker, like, from below. Yeah. It was a little disconcerting because the girl was like, Oh, you have a little bit of like a uh, curved spine, <laughs> like during oh. the epidural, and I was just like, "Oh, we'll see, you have spina bifida." So nice. does that mean I Scol- shouldn't be doing this? Like That's scoliosis, right? Yeah, she was like, X. "Your spine curves." So 
And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm not going <laughs> to tell you what she said, but. Okay, thank you. Yeah. That's, yeah. I was just like, dang, like, I mean, that's good to know, I guess, for the future. Um, if Is what she said going to bother me? <sighs> you know me. You know me well. I'll just say it and then you decide. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> so uh, okay. they can go like, it's just. It's probably more graphic than you want. It's not gory or anything like that. It's just like the Just process. go for it. I'm thinking about the people. Okay, this is so for you guys, by the way, because people are like, oh, man, I wish you said what, what they were going to say. So this isn't for me. This is for y'all. <laughs> just As prefacing. His headphones off okay. and turns out. I'm literally rubbing my temple. Okay. Like, so okay. Like, your spine has like discs in it, you know? Yep. So during the epidural, they try to go below your spine so that they don't have to go in between two discs. Okay. My spine curves at the bottom. So she was not able to do that. So she had to go up in between discs to hit the like spinal fluid, which is where they put in the epidural. Okay. The safest route is to go under because there's no invasion of the spine. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. But my spine curves at the very bottom. So she tried it there first and it wasn't working. So then she had to uh, like redo it higher. I but, see. I mean, I was completely numb. So like I wasn't privy to any of it, but like she s explained it to me because I obviously see. it was taking a while. I see. I mean, and you were in the waiting area. So right. I'm sure it felt like an eternity for yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that they asked me to leave because <laughs> I mean, they, she said that it's a, it's a sterile environment. So they said, we want to ask you to, you know, to leave. So I was like, okay, got it. True. No worries. Also, can we go to um, Forever 21? Briefly, um, let's put that at the end of the right. No, at the yeah, at the very end. But I just want to look to see because I'd be wearing the same clothes. And I want to get him some baby vans too. Okay, okay. Well, Not that it's priority, but yeah, I mean, I, he has to I, I bet the baby vans is higher above than my thing. I bet. I bet. It <laughs> yeah, is, isn't it? Wrong. Yeah, no, I know. I know it is. No respect, Andrew. You know what I'm talking about. Dads get no respect out here. None even wear shoes oh and my he's goodness not going yeah to i'm gonna like get hit some cute pants just want to make sure that them joints match oh, his uh outfit yes. heavens me Matches and i'm over outfits. here i'm over here trying to look nice you don't even wear vans you got your hospital slippers on <laughs> i do wear you got, vans. Your, got your hospital velcros <laughs> the velcro sevens i do wear vans okay anyway so discs epidural yes. i'm throwing up so my Continue. spine is curved blah 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 <laughs> It's not yeah. really a blah blah blah, and that's also like a terrible time for someone to tell you that you have like a permanent yeah, I know. physical. I was like, okay, <laughs> like, so what does that mean for us? Because here we are, <laughs> and you're like currently in my back. So <laughs> what 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 needs to happen here? She's like, oh my. Like, um, do I need to do all natural? Because I mean, I will. I see your spine if I, is if curved. I'm at risk. Yeah, that's the that's not the time you want to hear it. Max is laughing. Is he? No. It okay. just sounds like it. It does in the background. Cranky. You should have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, he's loving the, the story. It's like, no, he's angry. <laughs> he is ticked. Okay. He just wants food. So, so epidural goes in. Yeah. I'm out in the lobby area trying to hold it together. Also, I'm super thankful. So, during this whole process, uh, Jen gave me two jobs, essentially. One was to stay conscious. That was... <laughs> Keep it together. <laughs> Hold it together. Don't be on no foolishness. <laughs> don't be passing out. That was yeah, that, that wasn't part out. of the two. Yeah, but that was one of them. That was the main one, I'd say, was to stay with me. You know, stay conscious. Yes. Um, so that, that goes without saying. 
um, my job was to keep the families informed. So we made a, um, I, I was, there were multiple people that I was letting know what was happening. I was letting them know the progression. So there's a Baker and Williams Baker text message situation, which is Jen's parents, um, sister-in-law, Sarah and her brother, Jason and us. So consistently updating them as to what's going on. Jen's on the birthing ball, you know, this many dilated, yada, yada, yada. I'm, I'm letting them in the loop. We have a group chat with my siblings, Tiffany and Evan, called OMG, and um, that's when we were all trying to do the whole 30. Um, we couldn't have real butter. We could only have ghee. Um, and so, I, yeah, that's that was an inside joke from like two years ago, whatever. But uh, I was letting them know, keeping them updated. Shout out to my sister Tiffany, who is a first what what is what is she special what is she specialist 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 she's in the army legit now so excuse me the um national guard legit so yeah the national guard is a part of the army right it's like a i have no idea i'm not really sure how that works i'm proud of you either way tiffany so shout out to you um so yeah so she finally was out of like all of the boot camps and you know all that stuff so she could respond back to things which is cool and so updating them real time. I'm updating our friend Holly. Notice how I said that our friend Holly. Used to say my friend, but Jen gets a little really touchy when I talk about Holly. It's just my friend. Um, updating her as to what's happening. And um, I was super thankful for that because it distracted me from. Um, I'm just squeamish. I just am. Like I. I hospital things make me uncomfortable and like it's because like my like i just graphically see things in my mind so she was explaining the spina bifida thing i would get like i would start feeling like little like faint a little bit we went and hung out with uh cory and heather probably (laughs) three weeks ago right right after evan was born right so weeks ago yeah so evan is a week old right maybe two weeks old yeah I think she was five days old. When okay. We saw her. So we go over there and Jen, of course, very much so with child, you know, about to pop in a couple of weeks. Um, but no, it's to us. I think it was like the following week. A week later. Yeah. Um, so she's like, girl, give me all the birth story I tea. I want all the details. Give me every detail. Spare what? none. Yeah. Because she was supposed to be induced early as well. So I was like, dang. So sh- her story will be similar to my story. Right. And our stories were very different. And her birth story was very different than with her first daughter. So you you just never know. You don't. You so never know. they begin retelling the story of how Evan came to be in the world. And uh, Corey so and Heather, lay down. shout out to them. They spared no details. And they were telling it like, so then we did this and this and this. And then this was upside down. So we just had to cut that off and then blah, blah. All while they're saying all of this. Um, I'm feeling like a little bit clammy, feeling a little, (laughs) (laughs) feeling a little uneasy. (laughs) So then Corey, then they were just like, so, you know, had to do the C-section thing. So, you know, they got a little gurney, or not a gurney thing. That's so sad. Yeah. And not sad because she had a C-section. You got to do what you got to do. Oh yeah. Get that baby out. You got to get, however you have to get the baby here safely. No one's like winning at. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. You have a healthy baby at the end. Holler, holler at you. Like, that's the most important you thing. You carried it. You grew it. But she didn't particularly it. want one. And it was like an emergency. Right. 
because she was not herself. Right. And like the baby's heart was dropping. So, so they're like, Corey, get out this room. Wait here. We're finna. Or Corey's yeah. Corey's like, what? Yes. You're taking my wife and child's. He's fit to fight. He's ready to fight. Rightfully so. Um, yeah, and I'm, not because they weren't doing their best, but like it's just scary. Yeah, it's just really scary. And you don't. And I mean, being in in his position, not all the way, because that in a way scarier predicament than I was in. I'm powerless to help. I can't do anything to help mm-hmm. you. I can't. Like but you can empathize with like your wife and child being. Yes. Monitored and you not having any say into what happens. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. Truly powerless and and yeah. just and just ner- just nervous and yeah. yeah. It's just, so it's just intense. No matter how well it goes, it's just very intense. Like you're bringing a human into the world. Yeah, and it's just all very like heavy. I don't know how else to explain it. No, it is. It's I mean, like the like, the gravity of it is. It really is heavy. And so, yeah. um, you're around you know professionals in their cr- because you need a professional to help get this. Um, person out if there was like you know if i was around like construction worker type folks or like electricians or whatever it is i don't know their field at all they are the professionals in their field and i'm relying on them completely for the roofing work or the fix the electricity stuff stuff that i would dare not attempt myself yes how much more so with bringing a human being in the world that you've studied six eight ten years to know how to do this properly so anyway He's going into detail about the C-section thing, and I'm just like, I'm going to pass out. I, I The thing, like, in my mind, I thought, if I don't get up from this dinner table, <laughs> pass out right I am going to pass out. I will. I'm going to pass out in front of this grown man and his wife and their two children. I will be on the ground, and they'll they be fanning me. Yes. So I stood up and I'm like, at this point, I'm lightheaded. I'm just like, yo, this is just words. I'm not even seeing. He's just telling me about it. So uh, kind, kind Corey got me an ice pack. Thank you. Oh, well, I didn't do good. I did. I did good game time. No. uh, I I knew that you would. I was praying that I I would. I knew that the adrenaline would kick in and you would be like, wait, this is what we're doing. Yes. But I do think that if things had gotten more intense and I hadn't gotten an epidural and it was all natural and I was screaming. Yeah. And emotions and tension Uh, was high. I think it would have been completely different. Yeah. Not only did I choose to do an epidural for my sake because I knew I would be exhausted and not present for Max when he (laughs) got here because I would just be so tired. Right. But I also did it because I knew that you would fare better if I, I was like of my sound got mind. You. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I am beyond thankful that that's the route um, that it went. And like I was saying before, the job that she gave me to keep people informed took my mind off of like in times where like things were like a little shaky for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, and it's not like I was just like, I'm freaking out, but it was just like, man, like I, I want this to go well and I don't want anything to go wrong. Then my brain's like, what could possibly go wrong? And then I start thinking of all of the things that could go. Yeah. You know I mean, like it's, mm-hmm. it's a very slippery slope yeah. when it yeah, goes totally. to, you know, being worried. So, um, just being alert. And oh, is that a, is that a space? Cause I'm fitting to park no. in it. That truck's taking up two spaces. Though, oh, so that's cool, you bro. butthole. 
Seriously, like what the heck, yeah, man? No, you go. I shook my head at him. I can't handle that. Good. Like and that. he looked like a whole jerk. All right. It's fine. Like I'm going to get so into rude. this spot right here. Yeah. Just whole jerk at Whole Foods. Truck doesn't mean go park somewhere else. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Clear. Um, Motion's okay. running high. Oh, as he leaves and two spots open. Oh, my. Whatever. Here we are. I'm going to get this spot that Ethel's pulling out of. Cool Come car. on, Booth. I thing. like that. Ooh, that does look kind of kind of European. Don't you nope. freaking dare! Don't, Don't do you it. freaking dare! If they do, that's rude. They're not going to. They're not going to be able to because yeah. she's blocking them. Praise, praise ye the Lord! Oh, a left turn too. Those are not my specialty. You know that. Okay, we just got to Home Goods. We're looking for um a queen size bed sheet you gotta keep it moving he's waking all right up. he's waking up all right y'all we'll be back cue transition music it's gonna be the longest birth story ever it's gonna be as long as labor all right we'll be back and we're back guess who did awesome absolutely fantastic in the store who did you max. did jen oh yeah max did great too he did so good my goodness not a coup not a peep nothing What's the trick? Car seat and stroller and just take the stroller in. Yeah. Um, just keep that car seat in motion. Yep. Baby boy is out. Well, keep the stroller in motion is what you... You said car seat. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, the two were connected. Yeah, so hold on. Shout out to... What's the crib that we have... Or what's the system that we have called? You would go there. I'm sorry. Uh, let's just say it. It's called the Oopa Baby Vista. Okay. So this is... It's a rather pricey um, endeavor, but all of these pieces act like Lego pieces and they all fit together. So the bassinet fits on the stroller. The car seat fits on the stroller. There's like a... a older kid seat. Yeah, there's an older kid seat. It's really you cool. You put a second child on it. I think you could have up to three kids on it, right? Third child on it. Yep, which is why we got it. Yeah, so... Jen did the research. I think we have a podcast about that too. Yeah, we've been snapping. Honestly, there's probably like 50-something episodes out here. But anyway, um, she did the research. Why buy multiple stroller, multiple strollers as they grow up and grow out of this one? And you got to buy this separate thing to blah, blah. She's like, let me just get one system that is rather pricey, but it's going to last a long time. And that's the joint hey, that we got. Sorry, are we going to the thrift store? I put in Forever 21 first. So you can feed them, right? We just try to make it home since he's doing well. Okay. You don't want to. You don't want to get that chair. Um. I just want to run in and see if they have a queen headboard. That's it. Okay. Well, we'll do that then. That way we can just get him home because he's doing well now. But I don't want to push him. It's been right. two hours and thirty minutes since he last ate. Oh wow. Okay. So I'm pushing it. Yeah. All right. Let's get home. He's getting a little restless. I feel you. Um. But yeah. So the the system is fantastic. So anyway. Uh, when we first got to Home Goods, I didn't know how to. <laughs> I didn't. Know, I knew how to collapse it. We've never. We've never gone out and used it. We've never used the stroller. We, we used it. Um, it was already set up when we went and pushed him around the neighborhood like, two or three days ago. So, I get the stroller thing out. And I'm just literally looking at it, and you know that feeling when you're like doing a, um, like you're parallel parking. And you feel like everybody's looking at you. And you're embarrassed and nervous and you're sweating. Mm -hmm. and you're like, everyone's judging me. They're like, what an unfit driver. That's how I felt as a dad struggling to undo the stroller. Was it easy though? 
Um, it probably took maybe 15 to 20 seconds for me to realize what I had to do. But that 15, 20 seconds felt like forever because yeah. I was like, everyone's looking at me. They're like, who's this dude? Not knowing how to work a stroller. What a dummy is how it First felt. Time. Yeah. But I, I, I figured it out. And so now in the future, when we go somewhere, I'll be able to whip that thing out. No problem. Bloop, bloop. Um, but the stroll was pretty cool because it's collapsible and it fits in just great. And so able to pop the car seat in, pushed him around. Um, we went in there for what? Bedding. We went in there for bedding. We left with said bedding mm-hmm. and some other things. As always. Which is the case for Target or Home Goods or, you know, anywhere, to be honest with you. Um, okay, so where did we last leave the folks off at? You were pain management, uh, found out that the epidural, your spine was curved. (laughs) They had to put it in a different spot. Epidural goes in. I come back in. My wife is completely lucid, not loopy or nothing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, so maybe this isn't a bad thing. And around around the time that they they did the epidural was what, 5 p.m.? Mm -hmm. Okay. So... At this point, I've been updating all of those groups that I told you about and um, feeling like, man, like it's game time. I also was like taking pictures and that's, um, I think that that, that's going to be memories that I am going to have forever Mm -hmm. uh, because those memories are captured. But I was, like I said, a man on a mission, which helped distract me from the mission that Jen was on, which was push a human being out of her body. Mm -hmm. Um, her mission was more important than mine, clearly. But I took a lot of Polaroid pictures, and I took a bunch of pictures on my uh, with my phone, and I was sending it to the groups, and I'm just really trying to document the day because it really does go by fast. Even though, how many hours total was it, like, laboring? 15? Even though it was 15 hours, it felt like a, like a flash, didn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't 15 hours of pushing. So when someone was like, I was in labor for... 17 hours yeah i'm just like oh my gosh what the heck um but it it was not that so up until that point up until five jen i guess had been in labor for 13 hours 12 13 hours something like that epidural goes in did lisa come back do you want to go to taco rio oh my goodness what happened to not trying to push max Hmm? as soon as you see the tacos you you just lose it also, I didn't have the best experience with Taco Rio. I loved the taco I got. Yeah, one out of the two. Next time. Next time. I feel like that would be a 30-minute situation. Am I right or wrong? I don't know. Is that what you it's want? It's too late now. Maybe there's no going back on okay. this. All right. Well, we're gone. It's gone. Um, yeah, so documented things and um felt great about it did lisa come back into the room Mm -hmm. before then she didn't okay i did the epidural she wasn't in there for that then i think she then came into the room at some point she came into the room and she right before she checked me and i was five centimeters and i remember her saying you're doing a good job jen and I got teary-eyed. I was like, oh, I needed that encouragement. Because <laughs> I really did. I was like, 
yo, this is crazy. And you were, you were, you were crushing it. You were contracting and all that stuff. And I think that she said, um, like the baby's coming today type of thing within the next couple of hours. I think that's what she said before she left. Cause I think that you progressed even further, right? They checked you right before you're chewing into the microphone and it's a lot for me. <laughs> you're trying to remember. You just look it off into the distance. What happened? Nothing. I'm tired. Oh. Um. Oh. I, I, uh, so, did you? She came back in the room and checked you again. Mm, no, she said like after the epidural. You know, you'll start progressing. You're just not going to feel the pain. And then. I felt pressure like an hour later. So right. Like, Oh, I feel pressure. And she said the pressure, you're going to feel like you need to poop. Yeah, and it didn't really feel like that. It felt like pressure in my front bits. Oh. Not in the back end. So I was like, hmm, that's weird. But that was within an hour after the epidural. So I told one of the nurses, I was like, hey, I'm feeling some pressure down below. She's like, all right, let me go get the doctor. Went and got her. She's like, you shouldn't be feeling anything like pressure yet. Like, I mean, unless the epidural worked real quick. And then at that point... Nate was like, do I need to get my camera stuff set up? Because he had it all set up. And she was like, no, I'm going to check her. And then, like, before it's go time, I got to put my scrubs on, my gloves on, you know, like my delivery get up. Right. So we were like, dang, okay. So she checked me, and I was 9.5 centimeters dilated. So I went the additional, like, four and a half within an hour. And didn't she say, like, hey, like, do a practice push? She said what? She said, hey, like, okay, well, you said I could try, I could push. Like, right now, I feel the pressure building up. She's like, okay, well, mm-hmm. let's just try a practice push, and this will let us know what yeah. to yeah. do. So, yeah. And so I did the practice push, and she was like, okay, yep, Nate, get your gear ready, <laughs> and um, we're going to start pushing. And I was like, dang, we're doing it. Yes. It was so exciting. Well, yes. So I think that time definitely didn't slow down. Um, didn't necessarily speed up either, but I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, like this is happening right now. Yeah. Right now there is a human being making their, their way Mm -hmm. into the world. And at some point I remember her saying, do you want to reach down here and fill its head? And I was like, oh Lord, do I? I literally think I said, do I? (laughs) I don't know. Do I? (laughs) Y'all tell me. They were like, yeah, just go ahead and feel it. So I reached down there, and it was just like the softest little head ever. Like the softest oh, little, it felt like a plush teddy bear. I was like, oh my gosh, it has a lot of hair. Yeah, I think that's what you said. Because didn't know if it was a boy or a girl, you know. Right. And like before, I think anything really started getting to roll, and you're going to want to be in the other lane for the thrift store. Oh, we're doing that? Yeah, because I just want to look and see if they have a queen bed. Okay. So before that, um, and you're going to look for that green market, whatever, it's going to be on the left side of the road. Good market? Yeah, I think it's right here. This this right here? Yep, at okay. this like, light situation. Yeah. Okay. Um, we told everybody, I think, like nurses, and Lisa definitely knew our midwife, that Nate is squeamish. Don't be messing around. Yeah. Nate is squeamish. I said, look, y'all, I'm here for Jen. 
that's the only reason I'm here. Uh, that's why I'm here. Period. I don't want to see nothing. I don't want to smell nothing. I don't want to taste nothing. <laughs> I want none of my senses engaged. Right. I even took my glasses off so that I had a harder time seeing anything. So everything, not every, and I'm not blind out here, but like nothing was crisp. Praise right. the Lord because. Uh, Jen, go ahead, take it away. Yeah, it was gross. The About chair the is gone. Um. Okay. So I knew that Nate was squeamish. Everybody knew that Nate was squeamish. And I started pushing. No, the chair is not gone. The chair is there. Why is there a line? I don't know. I'm going to drop you off. All right. Oh, because social distancing. Really? You probably. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Jen's going to try and snag this chair and maybe a bed set. We'll be back. Cue transition music. And we are back. Guess who did absolutely amazing on their two-week thingy, Mabaver? <laughs> Max. Max did fantastic. Eight pounds. That's more than his birth weight, y'all. Also, fun fact, uh, Jen wasn't to be induced to have Max until this Friday. Is that accurate? Yeah. And Max has been here for two weeks. He's been here for two weeks already. Is it really... Oh, wow. Yeah. So this Friday is when we were supposed to to meet him. Right. But he said, nah. Nah, I'm coming I'll early. See I'll see y'all soon. I know what the delivery date said, but no, nah, this is Amazon. You know, he's so I'm sweet. coming early. Okay, so where we last left off, and I don't think we need to give the whole, 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 I mean, all the details of the story. Um, but where we last left off, we were in the recovery room. Max had yet to be brought back to us it had been two and a half maybe three hours since we last saw him and me and jen are starting to get a little panicky mm -hmm. rightfully so yeah so exactly. a nurse a nurse comes in and i don't know what her title was but she was like respiratory whatever whatever yeah they had like i don't know like the status of nurses but like they had nurses that would help us and then they had like hardcore nurses that like checked on max yeah and they were like all like older women um not that you can't be that if you're young but right they it were, seemed like, like some seasoned yeah it seemed yeah. like some seasoned ladies who've been in the game for like right. 15 20 years which is cool so one of those seasoned ladies comes in and says so take it away yeah so we need to intubate him and uh, put this stuff around his lungs that'll help his lungs mature more quickly since he was born early. Isn't that what the steroids did? Question mark. Right. That's what they were supposed to do. But I don't think they ever like reached him or they weren't strong enough or something. I don't know. So I was like, okay, <laughs> um, let us think about this. So then Nate jumps into like dad mode. And I'm asking like, what, what does it actually entail? Like, what is it? Like, what are y'all about is to do? Is it harmful? And she's like, well, we're, we're going to... And I don't know what in, intubate. I'm thinking of incubate. Like, put him under something hot. Nope. Um, it means put a tube down his throat. Right. And she said, in doing that, um, apparently his... Whatever he had... Whatever was in his body just hadn't developed long enough to be strong enough to, like... Strong enough on their own. So they are like, we just want to give him a little bit of help. So we're going to put this stuff in... And yeah. um, it's gonna it's gonna fix what the issue is. 
And I said, is it harmful? Like, is it going to hurt yeah. him? And she said, no. If I, if it were my child, I would be doing this. Yeah, because, it, like, he needed the support. Mm-hmm. His lungs needed the support, and they weren't strong enough on their own. Right. So when she said, if it were my kid, I'd be doing the same thing. And that's how I was like, okay, true. Well, then. Yeah. All right, let's do it's it. It's, like, not what you want to hear. You know what I mean? No, like, not at hey, all. You know, we're going to need to, like, put a tube down his throat. And I'm like. Keep in mind, we, we've. What? We we've had been, been with him. For a couple hours. Yeah. And we're already. We're to make this decision for our kid. And we were just like. And it's just a whole lot anyway. Like, that could be a whole nother episode. Right. It's very jarring to all of a sudden have a child that you have to make choices for. Yeah, we'll get to (laughs) that. Yep. Totally separate podcast, but this is the birth story. Yes. And that was one of the decisions that we had to make. So, um, of course, we're like, yeah, um, go ahead and do that. Do what you got to do, you know. And then they brought him into the room and, like, they have him on a monitor and we can see his oxygen and. It's like now at 90, 91, 92. Right. Pause. Um, Before we get into that, it had been another two hours, maybe three hours. So at this point. Yeah. We didn't know if they had done the procedure. Right. If we were waiting to get the procedure done. Like we didn't know why it's taking so long. Right. And they said it was a quick thing. Like they were saying like. We'll have him back in here to you. Right. And as like they would come in because they were checking on Jen and we would just mm-hmm. ask on updates like, so, you know, where are we at? And they're like, oh, they're preparing him for the, you know, procedure, whatever. And leave, like, come back. All right. So they've done the procedure. Leave, come back. All right. He's reco- like. Yeah. And this is going to sound bad, but hear me out. I'm listening. I know that. Well, there's probably some nurses listening. And for nurses, it's like such a probably routine thing, you know? Yeah. The nurse that we had when we first had Max, we had some incredible nurses. But the lady that was with us the night that we had Max wasn't very informative, wasn't very helpful. Did you feel that way? Just that one lady. Everyone else was so kind. But like for having a new child, this is our first child. This is all new to us. We're having to make hard decisions. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of like comforting happening. Right. It was just... She wasn't the norm, and I I no. couldn't even I couldn't remember this woman's name. No. I don't even think I could remember her face Same. because there were so many kind ladies there. Yeah, but I there think were. I do think that the lady who was like a part of the like recovery process, um, I think that she just uh, wasn't as you know what it is. I'm sure that she just wasn't as warm and friendly as the other ladies that we had, mm-hmm. and so by contrast, she 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 seemed like a little cold. Yeah. Because the ladies that had been helping us, incredible, like mm-hmm. oh yeah, to the tenth degree, especially compared to the um, folks at the other place we were at. We don't did have we, to drop no names. Did we order the food? No, but we're fifteen minutes out, so now we should probably order the okay. food. Yeah, we should do that. Um, I've got my phone doing its thing. Do you want to call and and ask? Okay, what do you want? Um, the Thai fried rice, and I would like it to be, um like medium spicy uh we're getting thai food uh in case you wanted to know thai food new thai spot um i'm saying new thai spot like we live in the city uh it's um we went to uh, i think the very first place that we took max after the first place that like we ate indoors at a place uh we went to a thai food uh place shout out to Kristen. i don't think she listens to this but that's okay 
uh, thank you for the idea. And she uh, cash apped us some money. Also, shout out to Kevin DeWong if you're listening. Sir, you're a good man. Okay. Um, Thai fried rice. Yes. Do you, you said two orders of the spring rolls? Okay, yeah. Do you want the medium? Medium spice, but... Yeah, just not crazy spice. I think um, Thai, Thai spice and Indian spice are like two different things, and they are not created equal. I think we've made the mistake of getting medium, like having um, uh, Thai stuff, spiced medium. It's great. It works out every time. But then we went to an Indian place and said, yeah, we'll do medium. Man, that was painfully hot. Jen's making the order right now, so I'm, I'm, I'm stalling. Yeah, the Thai fried rice. Ask him what the levels of spice are. Yes, chicken. Ask what the levels of spice. Because I'm not trying to hurt myself. Okay, so I think I did a three before, right? Let me do a three. Yeah. Glad they tell us. My goodness. One to <laughs> She's asking for a one. She wants a one in her pad thai. That's my wife right there. She's getting She's getting it. Uh, I think they'd be able to do to go. Okay, cool. So we're 14 minutes out, like I said. Um, we are getting so close. I'm still stalling. I'm running out of things to, to say because I'm also listening to her conversation um i think we had a whole podcast on the different types of foods that we eat thai food for me is top three uh right next to um what is it not singapore what um it's not uh thai food is great clearly but what is the pho is not is what uh, Vietnamese? Vietnamese, yes, Vietnamese. Um, I was saying how we had a podcast on all the different types of food that we would get or have gotten. I said Thai's up there for me, top three. I said yeah, next to Indian. to Indian and, and Vietnamese food. And there is a place here that we got pho one time. Did we? But it wasn't. Remember when we very first came when we stayed at Finwick in Finwick Island? Oh, yeah. We it got was it to not go. good. Maybe we got it to go and that was the issue. So maybe we should try it again in the restaurant. Maybe. We also went to like a House of Ribs place and that was horrible. No, that place was trapped. Um, Barn 34. Did someone tell us about that yeah, recently? that's where we went with uh, Carly and Sam. But someone was talking about it recently. Uh, Claire and Moss. Okay. They said that they went there. Yeah, and they got yeah. the... Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, that stuff is really good. Um, I'll take my parents there when they do come. French Toast. Yeah, okay, definitely. So, Jen, you were saying, what were, what were you saying? So, um, what were we saying? Where, where were we in the birth story? Um, uh, the lady, in comparison to the other ladies, that lady was a little oh, bit yeah. cold. I'm not trying to cap. But and like, you said there's nurses. It's, like, probably yeah. common, you're saying. There's nurses that are listening. It's probably common. To just be, you know, like you know what's happening and it's so routine for you, but you might not like, we didn't know what was happening No, you know? And I like kept asking her like, Hey, where is Max? Like, have they done the thing yet? Is he okay? Who is he with? Is he right. still in the same room? Like, 
I feel like there just needs to be over communication, especially like when there's a newborn at play. You yeah. Know? And I, and like you said, they, and I could be wrong, but I'm guessing that they do this all day, every day, totally. all throughout the night, morning, evening, afternoon, like nonstop. And in her mind, she's like, Max is safe. This happens all the time. They're going to get his oxygen up. It's no biggie. Right. We don't know that. No. I didn't even know babies had oxygen issues when they were born. Me neither. I had my whole, my whole family was praying you know, yeah, for we're Max. Pacing the room, listening yeah. to worship music, I'm just crying. like what's happening. Because I'm thinking my son's having a hard time breathing. Usually yeah. when people have a hard time breathing with like, his little baby lungs. Yeah. And things his aren't lungs good. Are super itty bitty anyway. So like what does this mean? And maybe it's super common and it sounds like it is very common. And he's great now. Like we have an outlet, it tells us that his oxygen you know, it dip, if it were to dip below 80, it would notify us immediately. It's never done that. It's never under 95. Right. But in my little mom heart, I with get my four-hour-old baby, I'm like panicked, you know? Yeah. So I wasn't, I wasn't mean, but I wasn't being like... <laughs> no, you're being direct. Kind. Which No, which was necessary because one of the things in the birth plan that you had, and I didn't, I didn't understand this until I read it and you explained it, you said... But like, I want you to explain all of the procedures. Help yep. me understand because Everything. it's not. Yeah, it's this isn't common to and us. Then, like, and then when they brought him back to us, it was like upsetting because he had all these little pricks in the back of his hands. Yeah, and his hands were bruised in both hands, like as if they tried to do like an IV or something on him. Yeah, yeah. In his little baby one inch hand, you know had needle marks on it is what it looked like and his hands were bruised for probably a week yeah so we're just like what in the world and like we still don't know why they tried to give him an iv or we don't or know what, what happened we don't know what yeah. they did into his into both hands and i think the lady so fast forward a week later or no the next day we go to have his blood drawn because he you know we'll get into all of that but the lady oh who was gosh. doing it is like a, what do you call a phlebotomist, yeah, right? she was a phlebotomist. And, and so she was like, oh, what happened here, buddy? Like looked at his wrist and then we were like, I don't know, like maybe an we, IV or maybe she was like, know. why would, I wouldn't have done it there. Yeah. Why did they do that? Why'd they try and do it and there we were like, his wrist? We don't know. Like we couldn't even tell her. <laughs> and she was like, that's weird. The situation. So it's just like things like that. Like maybe that's a routine thing, but like tell us like, hey, we did try to give him an IV because he was, you know, needing fluids <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Whatever, like, whatever it is. Know. Yeah. And like preferably let us know before you just do it to our child. Right. Okay. I think that in in the case of like doing stuff to kids it's like don't ask don't ask forgiveness ask permission you know how it's like yes. the you know yes. the the opposite sometimes you know yeah. i'll rather ask for forgiveness than permission so, you know yeah, totally. but for us it's like yo we haven't even been parents for 5 hours exactly and so can we please like let us know, know what's happening what you're doing to our offspring yeah so yeah. we get him back Oxygen levels are up. They had to keep checking his his blood pressure. Or nothing his... is worse than like you hear that they set they set the monitor like they had the, like this little monitor on his foot. Right? Was it on his foot? Yeah, it was on his foot. Or his hand or something. It was on his foot. Yeah, it was on his foot. And um, when that monitor would drop below ninety, they had it set to where it would like ding and yeah. let a nurse know like, hey, his oxygen's dropped below ninety. Yeah. Nothing is worse than like hearing that sound. You know In the middle mean? of the night, we're trying to sleep and we hear beep 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 because beep, beep. it's dropped below ninety again and like they needed it to be above ninety for like a four hour period straight before they could take him off the monitor. Right. 
and he was on the monitor for like two and a half days. Yeah. I think they took it off the morning we left the hospital just because it still wasn't like super solid. Yeah. Uh, so you just hear this thing go off and beep in the middle of the night. Oh, Max. He's saying hi to the people, bud. Yeah. No, and, and I so think... it's terrifying. None of this stuff they tell you, you know? You think, you go in there, boom, baby. They're like, all right, here's a band-aid, some Tylenol, patch you on the back. You should breastfeed or not, whatever right. you want to do. Wanna See do. you guys. Bye. wasn't that. It was no, it wasn't. heart monitor thing going off at night, you know, not sleeping... It was intense. Night sweats, the hormones, yeah. the everything. It was just a lot. And that's like a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day. True. But then at some point, and this is another part of the birth story, the the high up nurse checks his little heart and there's a heart, little heart murmur. Yeah. And again, it's because Max came really soon. He came very fast. I only pushed for 16 minutes. And there's this little like ventricle or something that like a closes. Valve. Yeah. Yeah. There's like this little valve that closes um in full term babies that just they see a lot in preemies that it doesn't is if I understand it correctly. Yeah. It's called a PDA. I don't even know what that stands for. Pulmonary something something artery maybe. I don't know. And um that PDA has to close off or the baby has like a little heart murmur, like a little blip in their heart essentially. Right. And one of the nurses, I guess she was trying to like make us feel better, but she's like, my daughter still has a heart murmur, and she's nine. Yeah. And, and I was we like, like, okay, well, okay, um, well uh, we don't want that for our little newbie, right. so How what concerned? do we have to do? Yeah, what do we, do we need to murmur at it? You know, <laughs> how, what's going on? And then um, once they realized that he had this, interestingly enough, at our hospital, they did not have a NICU or like a intense baby care type situation person yeah. like not even a nurse not not a doctor nobody that could take care of a like a newborn that would need help so you would have to he would either have to be flight like what is it Hel like Hel lifted like hella lifted to a hospital three hours away and we couldn't go with him or taken there by ambulance because to a hospital three hours away. And again, we couldn't travel with him because this heart murmur could have been like more serious than it yeah. ended up being. So all we know is he has a heart murmur. We might have to send you three hours up the road to a NICU where they can assess this heart murmur, blah, blah, blah. But first we're going to have to do an EKG on his heart and have a gal come in and make sure that his heart, that the murmur is there and this, that, and the other. So the longest few hours of my life yeah, as we wait to figure out if our child is going to be taken by helicopter away from us. And then we would have to drive, follow him up there as we're recovering. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, oh my gosh. And all this is within like the first like 10 hours. Yeah, so his oxygen's still not stable. Hasn't even been a day yet. So yeah. it's just like. How many things yeah. is there going to be? Are they going to find? We're just like learning all of these things one after the other. Yeah. And so we're praying again. We've yep. got every, everybody praying that we could possibly think of to text. Just yep. like all on top of it. Yes. Um, the EKG confirmed that he did have a heart murmur. 
but it was so um, minuscule that they did not have to send us to the NICU, praise the Lord. So we were able to stay in the hospital with Max at the hospital and um, leave as a family together like the next day. Yeah. But what a few crazy first few hours of life. Yeah. Um, But you know, honestly, people have had it worse, especially with preemies. Yeah. You know, so. Way worse. So I'm, I'm, I count it all joy. For sure. The the fact that he came out when he did, how he did. um, So good. What Jen, yeah. What Jen was saying, um, and I, I think I cut her off before. Um, but because uh, Max was premature, we had to stay there for three days total. But he wasn't, and man, there could be a whole podcast situation on breastfeeding. But he oh wasn't like latching <laughs> properly in the beginning. And Jen wants, like, really wanted to be the food source, not just for like financial reasons, but also like the milk that, yeah. What Jen makes, yeah, makes it, it's it's what his body needs, like custom made milk for max him. Max milk, yeah, max <laughs> milk. So we would prefer max milk over the formula stuff, and he just wasn't latching on properly. And so, I think maybe night two, yeah. I think you were kind of. I woke up oh. and you were crying, and you were just like, "Man, like I'm not, I'm not feeling great. Like I'm that not was doing well." One. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Which is a whole. That's a whole nother thing. But I was struggling night one. I couldn't sleep. I was worried to death about Max. Yeah. That stupid monitor. Ding, ding, ding. Every time it went under 90, I'm just. And then your hormones plummet. That's a whole thing. Yeah. And uh, I had night sweats and night terrors. I thought something had happened to both you and Max. So it was just, it was a lot. I believe it. Because all of a sudden my heart grows 10 times its size. Yeah. And my whole world is you and Max. And I'm like, what if something happens? And the enemy is just creeping in. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, it just wasn't a good place. No. And, you know, thankfully there was there was ladies that, um, uh, McKeel, is that what her name? Yes. McKeel? She said, girl, if you are feeling down and low or whatever it is, uh, there is no shame in needing to talk to somebody, number one. And we've, Jen has been an advocate for like having a therapist or someone to speak to yeah, about always. like those deeper type of things. Cause there's people who are professional at that. Yeah. You can tell your mom or your dad or your uncle or your best friend or whatever, but there are people who are licensed professionals exactly. to like help you work through like tough things. One of those things is, Hey, I've held a baby inside my body for 10 months and now it's not there anymore. And I feel a little bit weird. Yep. There's a person to talk to for that. Also, she was saying there's no shame. And if you need to take medicine, of yeah. any kind to like help stabilize you or whatever. She said, every one of us doctor ladies have, have had taken, to do that for have had time. to, yep, have taken some sort of medicine. Yeah, because so. it's, it's so weird to just all of a sudden be concerned with someone else. Yeah. Like it's a lot for me to let you go to the church without me. Let yeah. alone have a little infant who's not independent at all, completely dependent on me. Yeah. Like, okay, wow. <laughs> Hope we can keep them alive. Yeah. And they just like let you leave the hospital without without feedings established. He's losing weight. That's what babies do when they're first born. <laughs> right. So like he's losing weight. We don't have feeding established. Are we sure he's in the car seat correctly? Like Yeah. But and then the first night at home was atrocious. It's just this is our turn. Is it? Thank you. Anyway, it's just like it's a whole lot. 
I mean, it's a whole whole lot. Yeah. To I mean, to put it lightly, it was a whole lot. But we, we the lactation specialist, um, Julie is her name. Is that right? Yeah, Julie. Yeah, she was super kind. She helped she great. make the thing happen. Is this where the place is? I have no idea. This doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. This looks like five guys. It be yep. It is. It is five guys. It's acting like I need to. This is bizarre. Um, she was beyond helpful. This this lady Julie got Max latched, um, and so by the time we left the hospital, and it was like a tumultuous. I think that's the right word. It was like a wild couple of days. But I got to document all all three of those days that we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so from the beginning of the video, once again, if you haven't seen it, feel free to watch it. Um, from the beginning of the video to the end, he. You know, it was from newborn to three days old. I think this is the turn. And uh, it was just precious um, in a lot of ways to to see the growth in him in three days. Uh, but we left. Um, I think we stopped at Prunera, right? Like we got mm-hmm. we got discharged. I packed all the stuff up, um, brought it out to the car. Okay, this was a CD. It was so sweet. This is a very CD location, but yeah. God's still good. Um, I'm going to hop out and get the goods. Uh, small commercial break. I'm going to get this uh, Thai food. Then we'll hop right back into it. Cue transition music. And we're back. And to be honest, it's been about a week since uh, the last part of the birth story. Um I don't really know why it took so long. We just we haven't been in the car for a while. Is that accurate? When's the last time we've driven somewhere together? Probably last week. Max's last pediatrician appointment. Yeah. Yeah. So it was last week. Um, so a lot of things have happened since then. We'll touch on those uh, later. But just back to the birth story. So I'm not entirely sure where we last left off, but I'm pretty sure the epidural just went in. Uh, you have uh, not spina bifida, but you have a curved spine yeah. at um, the bottom. So they had to like you know boop it up. Yeah, she had to do something new. Uh, Did I explain what it feels like? N- no, you. I think that you said that you could move your toes. Yes. I think that you thought. And f- for me, I thought what happened was is that boom, zoom, from the neck down, neck down. you're feeling nothing. Neck down. Is that, <laughs> is that too high? Is that too high up? Okay, waist waist down. I'm not paralyzed. Waist down. I don't know. Just I mean, waist I'm down. thinking spine, so I'm no. thinking from the neck down. No, it's just where they put it down. Okay. Um, not up. I mean, Lord for good. Come that on. does happen. Yep. But yeah, that didn't happen. So praise the Lord for that. And um, what? No, you're good. Uh, we you're, can have me through the back. I guess you kind of have to because we're having a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I look back there. You're digging up your nose. I, well, yeah, I look I back there to. Boogers. Okay. I look back there to see if you were talking into the mic or not because you know you'd be on that foolishness. Yeah, it's Where true. the mic's about 10 feet away from your face. True. I look back and you got your index finger up your nose to the yeah. second knuckle. Well, um, I had a lot of boogers lately and uh, you're them out. Remember how I talked about into the. My bad. <laughs> I was fixing the air. <laughs> Just okay, just bring it with you. Here. Have that thing married to your chin. My bad. Okay, okay. it's all no, good. No, I don't want to get acne. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm serious. You're the only one using it. True, but I mean, I don't wash my face all the time. Okay, put okay. yourself out there. So, Continue. 
basically like i mean they do like novocaine so you can't feel the actual epidural so like that's the part that hurts it just feels like a pinch like when you get a shot you know i thought novocaine was just for dentists no but that's exactly what this feels like so you know how like if you get a shot of novocaine in your gums to like numb your gums you can't feel the pain right but you can feel the pressure of like when they removed your wisdom teeth or yeah when they have to do any dental work at all yes that's exactly what it feels like so, like, you're aware that pressure is happening. Things you're are happening. You're aware that you're being Got touched. You. It's not just, like, dead weight. Like, I could move my legs. I could move my toes. True. So, it's just not what you think in your head, you know? Yeah. So, um, that part was cool. I mean, I got the epidural. You can't feel, like, the pain of the contractions anymore, which is awesome. True. And um, I think I said that I made it to, we had gotten to a five at that point. Right. And that was around, I want to say, 5.36 p.m. Okay. Yeah. And then um, right after they gave me the epidural, the lady said, I think one of the nurses said, because uh, my doctor wasn't actually in there, like someone else, an anesthesiologist comes to do the actual like epidural. And she was like one of the best in the hospital, right? Yeah. She's amazing. And her name was Dr. Savage, which is kind of cool. That is cool. And I think she oh. added me on Facebook yesterday. Okay. Somebody with the last name. Hold on. I was about to say. So pause. Um, my friend that worked at Coldstone, the one that we see at Target all the time uh-huh. that works there now, her name is Lindsay Savage. Oh, maybe that's who added me. That then. might be. Shout out to Lindsay. If you're yeah, seeing this, maybe Lindsay. That's who added girl, me. shout out to you. I thought it was the doctor. I was like, oh, that's cool. No, this <laughs> is. Uh, I love her patients. No, this is Lindsay. She said, uh, um, she sent me a, a message and I'll, I'll share it to you in its entirety. But she was like, man, your family's beautiful and you guys look so happy. And that's I don't know who's cuter, Max or Jen. I was like, well, that's a, that's a, Max. I, I, I'm saying. It's going to be Max for the rest of my life. Okay. Fair enough. He's super cute. He is. I got a steeze. Okay. So. Excuse me. All that construction that worker woman was holding a cigarette while holding the stop sign. Dang. It was almost like she was saying, stop smoking. All right, oh. continue. Whew, Dad milk's joke. coming in. All oh, right. Jeez. There's be a lot of that on the podcast okay. nowadays. When that milk starts to flow in. Okay. I should have those little collector cups. Well, we're past that Dang. now. I got a uh, Altoid empty nah. can. He can nah. have uh, cinnamon-flavored milk. Yeah. They fine. actually have a cinnamon-flavored creamer that happens around Christmas time, which is delicious. Is it? Yeah. Mm. You've gotten it for me. Huh, okay. I'm guessing this is a different. I cannot wait for Christmas. My word. Okay, we are so far away from that. Continue. Don't bring Christmas up. You know me. That's you my own me. fault. Okay, so Doctor Savage is going savage. Yep. Doctor Savage came in, did the epidural. She like explained it all to me as like as she was doing it, but like it had to happen multiple times because you know this the curved spine and everything, which Got is you. fine. It all worked out in the end. True. But um, once I got the epidural, then you were able to come back into the room. And yes. then I wasn't having to, like, experience the contractions. I was at a 5 right before they did it. It was around 5, 36 o'clock. I can't really remember. And then um, the nurse came in. She was like, okay, so epidural's done. Yada, yada. There's, like, this little thing that you can push for, like, more pain medicine. I never did that. I didn't feel that it was necessary um, I also don't like medication much anyway, so I was right. just like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Right. So um, I got the epidural. The nurse said, if you feel any pressure, we just need to know, but you shouldn't feel any pain. So, like, let us know if you feel any pe- pressure or pain. So I think, like, within the hour, because he was born at 713, 
I was like, you know what? I think I'm feeling some pressure. Right. Like, you know that there's like a need to push something out your body, you know? It's like it's just an innate, okay. this thing's ready to come out. Right. So I was like, okay, um, I'm starting to feel that. And the nurse came in. I, I buzzed for her. I was like, hey, I think I'm starting to feel some of that pressure you're talking about. She was like, really? Like, this will be a little soon, you know? Because I just got an epidural an hour ago and I was at a five. Yeah. And like, what was so discouraging? But honestly, I understand. She was trying to encourage me, but it kind of backfired. Like the nurse said, with the pain that it looks like you're in. Do you remember this? Yes, it I looks do. like you're at like it's you're probably going to be at like an eight when she comes and checks you next. Right. And I had been at a four and I had progressed to a four within about three hours. So about a centimeter an hour from when we first got there. And she was like, I think with this progression, just the look on your face, it looks like you're the pain that you're in. You're probably at an eight. So when she came back three hours later to check me and I was at a five, I was like, nope, game over. Let's do the epidural. Yeah. Thinking like I have, you know, 12 more much hours more, of labor. Yeah, much more to go. At this pace, you know. And I think that we might have touched on that the previous okay. uh, like recording, whatever. Because sure, I've literally told this story so many times. No, I got you. Point. <laughs> But the but one of the things I wanted to reiterate was I'm glad that you did do it because you then had the energy because yeah. I think what we didn't know is how much energy for the next three days would have to be ex- exuded. Ex- yeah, <laughs> and imagine like it, yeah. so. Let's say that Max wasn't born at seven uh, thirteen. Let's say that he was born at like eleven twelve. Yeah, one in the morning, something like that, and it just had progressed naturally, and there was no, you know, perdur. Uh, well, I guess Pitocin, right? They, did they do that or no? No. Okay, so there was no No, he epidural. When, his, when my water broke. He was ready. His, yeah. Like, it just naturally all occurred. True. My contractions started and everything. So, um, they didn't ever have to do Pitocin or induce me or anything. So, that was nice. Because yeah. Because I've heard those contractions are far worse and far stronger. Yeah, it's not your body. Well, yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad so. that you, I'm glad that you chose to do it. So, I'm glad that the nurse said what she said. That then led you to believe that we were further along, and yada yada. Mm-hmm. It worked out perfectly, truly. But anyway, yeah, we'll, it was we'll wonderful. jump ahead of ourselves. Was great. Jumping ahead of ourselves. So you say, "Hey, I'm feeling that pressure that you're talking about." She said, "Really? Wow! Like this early? Okay. Well, she was like, "Dang. Okay. Well, let me go get you know my midwife or whatever." So she went and got Lisa, and Lisa came in, and they setting up the tripod and everything, getting ready to record like our faces when we say like what the gender is. Right. And um, not on my woo-ha, so, like, we don't have footage of that. Right. Whew. We Lord do have, have a little mishap hold on, after. Hold on, hold we'll on, hold on. Later. We'll get there. Lord have mercy. Sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> feeling faint. Okay, continue. <laughs> continue. I really, I, I'm, I'm so serious. Continue. <laughs> You're driving us. Because I saw. Uh, okay, all right. We won't. We won't. Jesus um, is the. Okay. So, Nate's, like, in a tizzy, you know, trying to set all this stuff up quick. And she said, you know, I'm going to check her. We're going to see where things have progressed. Once labor is like happening, I got to put my scrubs on my gloves, my everything, you know, to prepare the sterile environment. So she was like, so what we're going to do is I'm going to check you and see how far you're dilated. So she checks me. I'm at a nine and a half and she can feel Max's head. And I was like, oh my gosh, like in an hour, I went from a five to a nine and a half. My goodness. And an epidural doesn't progress your labor. So my body just naturally zoom zoomed from a five to a nine and a half. My goodness. And that probably would have been a very intense hour had I not had the epidural. But I think like hindsight, I probably could have done it without. But it made it more peaceful. And right. we didn't know that I was going to progress that quick. Now. 
for all we knew, it could have been 12 hours and I could have just been putting the epidural off and it been miserable. Right. So, um, she checked me nine and a half, could feel his little baby head. Right. Well, all his little baby hairs. And she then, even said at one point, hey, do you want to feel his head? Keep in mind, I'm trying yeah. so hard not to pass the freak out. Yeah. You did great, though. Thank you. I think that you don't do as great looking back, <laughs> but in the moment. Yeah, looking back. <laughs> yeah, in the moment, I felt like, you know, uh, Power Ranger. In the Ranger. moment, you were doing awesome. Like, I think it was the adrenaline. Like, I think you thought, I need to be strong for Jen. Yep, you know, I got to be strong for the family. <laughs> they ain't about to see me out here crying, about to be bashed out on this ground. But looking back, you just talking about, You're I'm like, like <laughs> pass out. <laughs> Can someone get me a cold compress? You've already yeah. survived it. True. And it still feels that way, which is kind of funny. So you but, feel little baby's head. Keep in mind at this yeah. point, we have no idea the gender of the baby. By the time you guys are hearing this, you've already seen the video. You've seen the pictures and all that. So you know we had a son. But going back in the story, we have no idea what it is. Yep. So. Well, so explain the expo so feel his head. So she feels his head and then she says, let's do a practice push to see if like you pushing will pull him down, you know, like he'll come down the birth canal with your assistance, you know, because that's that pressure I was feeling was that need to push. True. So I wasn't wrong in feeling that, but I didn't know really what that meant. Like, is he going to just come out? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So she gave me what one practice push. Um, I was think that three? I think that it was so she explained the way the pushing is. Ooh, I'm good. No, I'm I'm fine. Uh, she explained what was happening. So she'd say you're gonna push and then push on top of that push and then push on top of that push again. So it'll be three pushes. So I think that the quote unquote push yeah, was three to together. Flexed. Yeah. So you're just like, huh? And, and then, this is like no different uh, than pushing poop out. Like, I just want to clarify. It's not goodness. like a different system. It's just you push, you know, abdomen engaged. Give yeah, it, give it push everything. It every, <laughs> push with everything you got. Give, like <laughs> give it all. It's not some separate mechanism that I'm pushing. You know, it's like, just it's the poop act push. like you're pooping. Gotcha. The poop push. Um, so I, uh, practice, practice, the practice push. push. Yep. And then um, she was like, oh, whoa, this is our turn. Yeah. I never remember doing this before. Me neither. Um, so then I did the practice push and she immediately was like, OK, Nate, get your gear ready. Yep. <laughs> like, and I was not prepared. <laughs> and I was, I was like, it's happening. Prepared for that. You know, yeah. we were both just like, whoa, <laughs> yep. it's happening. I'm grabbing the camera. I'm, yeah. Oh, man. I was like, you hear people push for like three hours right. or like an hour, you know. Right. So I was and like, hmm. My SD card was not ready for that. So I was like, I just want to hit record yeah. when this is happening. Um, yeah. Which was so cool. Yeah. So, like, after that, like, after the push part, the practice push, she was like, Nate, get your camera ready. Nate got his camera set up, pressed record. She suits up. And then, like, I actually start doing, like, the active pushing. So it was like in sets of three. So they'd be like, push, count to 10. Then I would have to breathe. But like still kind of be pushing ish mm -hmm. and then breathe and then push and then breathe and then push. Right. So um, did that for 16 minutes. Yeah. Were you holding my leg? Um, I Not think really, that for the practice push, they said, go ahead, grab that. <laughs> go ahead grab and grab that leg. What? 
And at I some was point, like, I'm, why am I part of this labor? I, <laughs> I, I honestly thought you're the dad. I, well, I, you know, look, I, all about it. But I'm thinking, like, yo, I didn't realize that I'd be this involved. My in my <laughs> mind, I am next to your head, encouraging you, whatever. So when she said, "Yeah, go ahead, grab her knee, pull it back," <laughs> really, Lord Jesus, is this? <laughs> Is this it's what you? This, I don't want to yeah. be involved in. No, but anyway, um, yeah. So you're pushing and you're doing great, and I'm just, I'm just pat, I'm petting you like a horse. Good girl. That's it. G- g- great job. You're doing yeah, we didn't it. Do any That's of that, it. Like support person training. No. So Nate was just like. <laughs> I was just trying you to encourage this. <laughs> yeah, the state. It it could have been a little league soccer game, right. and Jen was getting the same encouragement as. Yeah, Max I would encourage. Yeah, it is. You got it. Go ahead. Less, push through. <laughs> like probably will be more hype about Max's first game. Yeah. Than Come on, you can do it. That it, that was the energy I was giving off. But that's the best that I could do. Yeah, I mean, which is really good for being a squeamish person, you know. Yes. So you were killing it. Thank you. And um. Push, 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 push for 16 minutes. And then at some point she was like, hey, do you want to reach down here and fill his head? I was like, sure. Yeah. Just felt like the softest little teddy bear you ever touched. You know, you should have reached down there and too. But no, I would not have made it. I'm serious. (laughs) If she said, Nate, get on over here. I need you to help (laughs) me pull. If it were life or death. Oh, I'd be. Yeah, I'd. uh, Well, (laughs) If There's it was, no way. If what? If it were life or death, he said I'd be on the floor. <laughs> if they were like, Nate, we need you to get down here. You would be like, like I can't. <laughs> no, if it was life life or death, I'd I'd be there in, in a heartbeat. Tongs ready, baseball mitt. The tongs. Yeah. I'd, whatever whatever the equipment is necessary, I'm 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 in there. <laughs> However, it wasn't life or death and no, it wasn't. uh it wasn't. so pushing, pushing, pushing. And so around this time, I'm I'm just gonna hop in real quick. Um, they said, all right, Nate, we're going to let you know when it's time to look. Cause Jen, pre- Jen, let them know my husband's squeamish. He just has, and it's not that I'm like, Ooh, medical stuff, gross. Um, there's, that might be 2% of it. Maybe most of it is the way that my mind works is I'll see a thing and I will never forget it. Ever forget <laughs> it. Never, yeah, ever forget visual. it. Very visual. So I just don't want things seared in my mind because I can't unsee them. <laughs> um, case in point, there is, uh, there's a program in Delaware called D.A.R.E. And maybe it's like an other, did you have D.A.R.E. growing up? Yeah. Okay. I thought D.A.R.E., I thought the D stood no, for Delaware, but it's like, don't abuse respiratory eating. I don't know. Whatever it is, is about drugs. Drugs aren't really efficient. I don't know what it stands for, but Dare was the program. And they showed us this movie called Requiem for a Dream. Have you ever seen that movie before? No. Do not ever watch that movie. It's horrible. Ho- well, I mean, it. it's friends that were, just to give you a quick synopsis of the movie, it's friends that would like smoke weed together. And then um, it just slows you. It slowly shows how. It's a um, what, Yes. One of the members is like, all right, like. Weed's not really doing it anymore. Like, I'm going to kick things up to this drug or kick it up to this drug. And then you see this person's life go super duper uber downhill um, to the fact that they're like using really hardcore drugs. Anyway, there's scenes in the show, in the movie, where they're showing like the active drug use. And 
I can never unsee those things in my mind. And so I think from that point on, I was just like, I just need to not look at those. Yeah. Totally. Any type of those things because I just can't unsee them. So anyway, so she said, all right, so I'll let you know when you need to look because uh, it was Jen's idea for me to announce the gender, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, somebody mentioned it at one of our appointments. Like, Nate, would you like to do that? And I was like, oh, that would be really sweet if it was Nate and not just like a doctor, you know? Right. Someone say, hey, you got to this. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was sweet. So I was like, oh, that's a great idea. And I didn't think that, well, you know, continue. So. Uh, so she says, I'll let you know when this is before, you know, the human being has made its way out. She says, I'll let you know. I'm like, all right, bet. Let's get it. So push, 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 push. She's like, all right, Nate, get ready. I'll tell you when to look. I was like, okay, you're doing great. She's like, all right, all right, Nate, come look. So what I was expecting was baby is out and, um, you know, I, I, I don't know why I thought I'd know immediately. Um, that's not what happened. I think... I can't hear you. You can't hear me? Okay, sorry. So I think what happened is that I think that Lisa didn't want me to miss it. I don't think that she, like... Did she say, like, I tricked you or, like, I got no, you? I don't think it was Lisa that prompted you to look. Okay. I think it was the nurse. I see. That put the wrong flange size on my boobs after. Okay. Um, got you. That's so, who I think told you to look early. Got you. So yes, early is the opportune word there. Yeah. I don't think it was. I know it wasn't Lisa. No. Lisa knew you were squeamish. I mean, she'd been through every appointment with us. True. And I think that she was focused on like bringing the baby out. So someone told me to look, I'm like, all right, bet I stand up from where I am. I go and look and I watch the child leave Jen's body. <laughs> it was maybe a second and a half Two seconds max, pun intended. I will never unsee that moment, and I'm glad that I saw it. Truly, I am. You're glad you saw I, it? I am. It was. It, it really was like... It was cool? It was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my really? life. Really? To yes. see him come out? Yes. Aww. And He's started crying that. Started crying immediately, and I was like, number one, that's my son's... That's my child's voice. So what she did, Lisa was holding, him, holding this baby up and pointed to like where the genital <laughs> region is. And so that's why you heard in my voice me say, it's a boy. Because like... <laughs> you were processing. Yeah, my oh brain my said, human, out, pointing where? There, penis, baby, boy. It's a boy. <laughs> is how, as how all that happened. So, And honestly, when Nate said that, I thought he was joking with me. Because the entire pregnancy, I had no inclination that it was a boy whatsoever. Thought 100% that it was a girl. Me too. So because of that, when he said boy, I was like, there's no way. My like motherly instinct was dead wrong. And I think I she never, even said. I never thought it was a boy. I think he even said, it's a boy? Yeah. It was, I was so dead wrong. Like, it's unreal. And I was completely convinced had a lot of girl clothes, had bows and everything. Yeah. I swore it was a girl. And we were trying to do the gender neutral thing. And <laughs> shout out to everybody listening. If you're trying to get us any type of baby type stuff, make it gender neutral, please. And um, none of this like pink stuff, none of that princess stuff, gender neutral uh, pastel colors. But anyway. Even still, even still, we know that it's a boy. Yes. Don't do any of that. Just no, please get don't. us beige white yeah. creams tans all of that stuff max looks great and all that stuff anyway um yeah so 
baby pops out. What, what was I talking about? That ma- oh, okay, yeah. So Jen was even saying, like, you're going to make a great girl dad. And, like, yeah. I was saying, like, man, like, I'm excited about that because, like, a lot of the dudes that I know, like, my guy friends are girl dads. Like, Andrew has two girls. Yeah. Um, I think, like, most of the dudes that I know have daughters. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie has a daughter. JJ just had a daughter. But anyway, I was thinking, like, man, like, being a girl dad will be fun, you know? I, I Yeah. And uh, we were both wrong. And even we were looking at pictures of, like, this is how you carry when you have a girl. And this is how you carry it when you have a boy. It all pointed girl, didn't it? All of it did. So I was surprised, too. So Max makes his way or makes his way out. Um, Jen's crying. I'm crying. If you haven't seen the video, it's on our Facebook pages. Um, but I guess for the folks listening, like, in India and stuff, you, we aren't friends on Facebook. So – uh youtube nate loves jen and it's the most recent video that i i posted so you can take a look at that video there and you'll get to see our faces and not just our voices woo woo um sorry i was (laughs) i said there's folks that listen in india and like russia and other places too so i said it's not going to be on our like we're not friends with them on facebook so for them to find it on youtube yeah so youtube nate loves jen yeah instagram nate loves jen um, it's on both of those places to see the uh, the birth thing happen. So there you go. So Max is out. Um, and immediately, what do they do? Okay, <laughs> she's eating something. Immediately, I believe that they put her to, mm-hmm. put him, excuse me, put him to Jen's chest. Yeah. And they did not cut the cord immediately. And that's one of the things I think that we have a podcast about the birth plan. Uh, which is just like a set of like, hey, these are the things I want done. Yeah. Um, One thing that they did do that I asked not to do, but I mean, it's whatever. Heat of the moment. Did they do the eye goop thing? No, they did not. Okay. They Babies are born like with this like white, clear jelly stuff on them. Like as you saw, he's like really dirty. Right. And um, that is like a protective barrier between like him and the world. You're supposed to just like, let that moisturize into his skin. It's there's like a lot of antibacterial properties in it and stuff, and they True. like wiped him down completely because most moms don't want to see their baby all gunky like that. And like, I mean, real talk, he's covered in blood as well, you right, know. Right. So like most parents, I think, just like clean that off. Right. But I really wanted that kept on there so that he could, you know. Yeah. No, I feel you. Have that like barrier. But but all the okay. other things I think that I mean the yeah mood, and Lisa the, all asked that, me yeah. like has it been long enough for the cord I was like no a little longer yeah I don't know if you remember asking me that I do I was like no this is like not long enough right um and I had it like I hadn't even birthed the placenta yet so I was like I just leave it attached like I'm holding him you know we're skin to skin right now I don't right. really care um so they that's another thing that they let you do that you didn't think that you would want to do <sighs> yeah and I told my dad about it and that's the next podcast is we're going to talk about meeting the like meet the parents is what I'll I'll call that episode. I think that'll be on our ride back home from here. Um, but I was telling my dad like I saw like Max be born and my dad's like man I saw all three of you guys come out and um, so that was cool and he said cut the cord and everything and and my dad was like you know blood squirting everywhere or, or so said something like that. But I thought like well no that wasn't the that wasn't the case for us because I guess everything that was to be transferred had transferred. So when I cut it, it was honestly, it felt like it felt like cutting chicken 
or yeah, just like, like yeah raw meat <laughs> yeah it felt like cutting raw meat or like if i if there was like a handful of rubber bands is mm-hmm. what it felt like and she gave me the little incisor things mm-hmm. snip snip and that was a really cool thing too because um that was connecting max and jen together and it was it was, i didn't know that i wanted to do that until after it happened i was like okay let's go will i yeah. be able to do that for the second one or the third kid or the fourth one or the fifth one because i think we're going or do we say seven or eight do we decide seven or eight kids mm, four okay so half as many as I, I as i thought but yeah i didn't expect that to be a really cool moment and it was super cool super so sweet Waited, delayed, delayed the cord clamping situation. I cut Max free. Um, they And all of this, by the way, time is like flying by. Mm-hmm. Like literally flying by. I'm taking pictures, like Polaroid pictures. I'm recording stuff video-wise. I'm taking pictures on our phones. <laughs> um, part of that was because I wanted to document the moment. The other part of that was I wanted to be focused because they were now doing the like cleanup portion of things and keep in mind i, I might have said this in the, in the part before but i took my glasses off because i'm nearsighted uh-huh. and so i took my glasses off so that i could not see anything with clarity and so as i'm walking around taking these different pictures um i'm seeing like there's red uh red is the prevalent color happening mm-hmm. in this in this room but nothing was wrong it's just that's the part of uh, Max making their way out. So I'm walking around. I'm taking pictures or whatever. And, um, you know, like everything everything is good. I go to the camera that we used to record Max making his way into the world. And the camera was, at the time, pointed at Jen's crotch area. And uh, you couldn't see my crotch. You couldn't see it. But uh, they but you were. You could see the doctor working on yeah, my crotch. Yes. And that. I, that's all I'm going to say, and that was a lot for me to see. I didn't know that that was recording until I'm like, all right, I'm going to make this video and uh, see Max born, yeah. you know, yada, yada, yada. The last 10 minutes of the video is Jen getting minor surgery to her lady bits. <laughs> <laughs> Which, just... honestly, I didn't, well, I mean, I didn't know what to expect. They didn't tell me, like, what was happening, you know what I mean? But I couldn't feel anything True. because of the epidural, so it was Praise all really Lord. perfect. Okay. Okay, so Max is here. Yeah. They weigh him. They, uh, like, we're, we're, Jen's yeah. holding him, all of that. Going and, great. Um, Lisa bounced, like, immediately. Ooh. Yeah. And um, what, during, during the, the labor part, they're like hey if you want us to we need need to give you this we highly suggest that you get this steroid that will help his lungs develop a bit more quickly because they really kind of hit a growth spurt in that 37th week which he wasn't at yet right 36 weeks and six days days. we were on the cusp of it um you know give or take a few days because nobody knows the exact time when they're gonna come and and 37 weeks for the folks who don't know that's full term yes that's so considered if Max had waited one more day, we would have stayed in the hospital less time. But it all worked out. You know, it all worked out beautifully. Um, and that's a whole other story for another day when my milk came in. I don't think I would have continued to breastfeed if we hadn't been in the hospital that extra day. True. We'll get just there. Just because it hurt. So anyway, all that to say, they suggested that we do this steroid thing in my back, kind of just like in my butt cheek, like if you were to go get a shot. 
and somehow that helps Max's lungs like can like develop a bit more quickly like it kind of put like a barrier around them like a protective from what I understood so I was like okay you know let's do it like whatever gives Max the greatest like head start right like let's do it you know yeah because he is at this point going to be born a preemie yeah and um, so we went ahead and did that and it was in my body. So I don't know. I still don't know how really it would have gotten to Max through my butt. But I guess through your bloodstream. I guess. But that quickly, like I had him. Anyway. I don't know. I, I don't know. Tylenol works slower than that. <laughs> but anyway. So I, um, we went ahead and did that. And then when he first got here, they put on like, you know, this little tiny uh, oxygen thing to his foot, right? his oxygen and heart rate monitor onto right. his foot when he first got here to check his levels and his oxygen was quite low like at 89 I think it was lower than level. that yeah it was I think scary. it was like I think it was like low 80s right. if not maybe the 70s or so and, and so yeah. they so two nurses took him to do the the weighing stuff yeah and I got some pictures of that and all that and they're and, kind of monitoring his oxygen. Right. And they're not, like, f- from at least my vantage point, they're not really being upbeat. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, they're just kind of, like, focused on kind their of, job. Yeah. And I was like, hey, is, like, everything okay? And they're like, yeah, we're just trying to get him, you know, um, trying to wake it up. He's, he's having a little trouble breathing, but everything's fine. Nothing to, to worry about. Like, not what you want to hear. No, not at all. Um, and in my mind, I'm thinking, like, our oxygen, it should be or is at 100% all the time. So, like, our son is not breathing properly, you right. know? We'll come to find out, like, our oxygen does dip. Like, it can go to 96, 98, but what they really wanted to see was 94 or above right. for an extended amount of time. And Max was, like, not above a 90 even. Yeah, yeah. it was, like, mid-80s. Yeah, like, he was not above a 90 for even an extended time. And so, because of that, like, our skin-to-skin time ended... Real quick. I mean, maybe an hour. Yeah, maybe less, honestly. Yeah. Maybe less. Fast forward to like, it's like 9 o'clock now. It'd be 9.30 or so. After they do all the cleanup, the cord cutting, all all of that stuff, the weighing. And then by like, it's we're two hours in the thing, which really felt like 10 minutes, maybe. They're like, hey, um... So Max isn't breathing. And like, then time just slowed yeah. all the freaking way down. Yeah, he's not breathing great on his own. So, um, you know, we're going to... And there was something else. Well, th- I guess we found out about the heart murmur later. Right. That's It was uh, yeah. really just establishing that oxygen for the first, like, four hours. Right. And they had taken us from the labor and delivery room to a recovery room. Right. And they had left Max in the labor and delivery room. So we have now left the room. Max had been born maybe two hours, two and a half hours ago. Keep in mind, this feels like 10 minutes ago. And they're like, hey, we're going to hold, like, we're just going to do, like, some more tests or whatever. Keep them hooked up to the oxygen machine or whatever. Y'all go get settled. Yeah, you guys move your stuff to this other room just a few doors down. Like, we'll bring them. We'll bring them to you. Yeah. Well, we thought that meant, like... 30 minutes. Y'all are going to come to the room and, like, we're going to do the oxygen thing together. And, like, it's going to be around us. Right. And so nurses kept coming in. I'm trying to keep my cool, you know, how's he doing? And then hours have passed. Like, don't you think? Maybe two, three three hours. Yeah, three hours. So now it's like 11 o'clock. Yeah, and we're like, where is our son? Yeah. Like, what is happening? And Jen was asking specifically, hey, so 
Where's any child? word on like what's going on? And Is he okay? Super freaking vague. Yeah, they're like he's doing well. He's actually like he's with one of our blah 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 blah. So he's blah blah blah. And I was like, yo, what's? Why is no one telling? Why is what's going on here? They're telling us, you know what I mean? Thought this was about to be a switch to birth situation, Ugh. like you know. I was getting pissed. I was just like, somebody tell me straight up, where is my son? Like, yeah, Jenna was ready to fight, yeah, and I was ready I was. to, I was ready to hold her purse and her earrings so okay, she could we fight. Okay, we gotta go into the doctor. We're running late. Yeah, running late at the pediatrician, minute late, as per usual. Cue transition music. We will continue in just a second. And we're back. So I think that every day that we stayed there was necessary from the first day. Yeah. From the first day that we got there to the last day that we were there, every one of those days, although we wanted to be home, you know how like you're, you go on a vacation or you go to visit somebody and, um, you, yeah, you, you're like, okay, I've, I let's go. It's time to go. We felt that way towards the end. We did. The first day, we're like, okay, so can we go today? We started packing up at 9 a.m. Right. We didn't know like, when they were going to let us go. They're not going <laughs> we nowhere. That room cleared by 11. <laughs> You're not well, going nowhere. They get nowhere. all this stuff down to the car. Yeah. That, yeah, the day was time to go. Uh, Lickety yeah. split. We were out of there. And maybe we said this. I know this is getting long, but hey, we got 17 it's fine. Hey, to I mean, what's up? Maybe we already said this, but if Max had been born at midnight or after, we would have only had to have stayed 48 hours. Right. But because he was considered a preemie at 36 weeks, six, six days. Mm-hmm. House of Ribs, that's where we went, and it was not good. Yeah, that place is not good. Um, Continue, sorry. Because he was preemie, quote-unquote preemie, which he was. It's not a quote-unquote. He was a preemie. <laughs> right, by five hours, but yeah. Right. Um, they require, like, all preemies to stay 72 hours. So we didn't actually stay the full 72 Um we left like yeah. in the afternoon. So, I mean, maybe not 72, but it was in the high 60s. We were definitely there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we get discharged. I completely forget my mask because while we're up there, we don't. Ha- I don't have to wear a mask. Jen doesn't have to wear a mask. She's pushing. I'm encouraging. Whatever. We didn't well, have to wear I a mask. Can I just say one thing? Go for about it. About the why it was awesome we stayed the 72 hours. Yeah. Because the night before the 72 hours was up, my milk came in. Again, that's a whole nother podcast for another day yes but y'all i told nate nathaniel that's what i call him yes as well nathaniel it felt like i had found all the spare change oh my goodness y'all and it was all in my boob my right boob there were lumps and clumps hard to the touch oh my gosh and um that was like another frustrating thing i'm texting all my girlfriends like y'all my boobs are like hard as rocks and that is not a breastfeeding thing, by the way. You're supposed to be on top of it before you get to that point. Right. But again, that first nurse had had my nipples so sore. Because she, she told her to put, so there's mm. like a shield situation that you put on the little suction. The pump. Pump. And like when back in the, <laughs> back in the day, like a month or so beforehand, as Jen's getting ready and preparing for all that, she's like, look, I need to get, I need to get nipple sh- a shield pump things that fit so i measured yeah so i measure her nipples literally nate measured my nipple and we knew (laughs) it's a 22 yeah and i don't have the they like the pump comes with your standard 24 
my nipples are smaller than that. Right. Actually, I don't even think it was 22. I think it was in the teens, like 18. Uh, no, I think it was a 21. Okay. Because that's what I use at home now. Okay. And my pump didn't come with a 24. Came so with like a 26 I had read, or something like that. Yeah. Like, I think it was like a 27 or a 24. Yeah. And I had read, like, you're going to want to make sure that you're, it's called a phalange, which is like the plastic part that actually goes on your breast to, like, extract the milk. And it pulls your nipple through this, like, tunnel thing. Lord have mercy. To express the milk out of your breast. And so I know, like, my nipple is too tiny for this stock right. flange Industrial that the hospital size, provide, you know? provided. Yeah. My nipples are too small for it. And instead of advocating for myself, because I knew that my nipples were too small for this thing... The woman just puts this massive flange over my boob and it's pulling like, it is pulling my nipple through. It's also pulling half of my breast through. Yeah. And the so setting she had it on was like shop vac. Extremely high. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a shop vac. Like I'm literally being sucked through two small breast pumps. Right. Like my heart is going into them as well. And so I'm like, yo, what the heck? I don't advocate for myself. First mistake. My nipples are rubbed raw, <laughs> as well as my breasts and areolas. Everything is raw and red and sensitive. Sorry, and I'm Will. Just like, Sorry, Andrew. I'm just like, listen, something has to give. I know this is the wrong size. This is before Max has even come to the teat, y'all. Yeah. This they is said, like. I think they told you to pump to like encourage to it. To get like, the milk yeah. flowing. But they had her pumping like every y'all, I'm hour. I'm all the time. Which is fine. Like, let my milk come in. Like, I want it to. I want him to be able to feed, you know? Yeah, but when but it came in. But by the time in, Max is on the boob, because she had put me on the wrong flange size, Max is now on my raw boob and just, like, making me scream. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just so painful. It wasn't good. Then by the time my actual milk comes in, I got all these rocks and hard places in my breast because of all these clogged milk ducts. Because I had been pumping for multiple hours on end. Yeah. The lactation specialist came in and we explained the situation. She was like, okay, well, number one, this setting is crazy high. Yeah. Number two, these things do not fit your breast. And so, I was spot on. And, and Jenna doing it for a day and a half, two days. And I didn't say anything, but I knew and I should have spoken up. Then it got worse because my milk came in and I'm texting all my girlfriends. What do I do? Max's latch isn't like quite there yet. Like we're getting, we're just now. Don't you feel like getting it down to oh, where yeah. it's like? And even now, there's like times where it's just like, dang it, he fell like off. Like last or, night, yeah. I let myself get too full, and Max can't latch on because my breast literally is as hard as a rock. And like, who wants that in their mouth? Excuse me, Lord. <laughs> but like, and Max is just like, Mom, no, He's this like, isn't I, how your boobs supposed to be. Yeah. So that first night, I'm texting all my girlfriends. They're like, you need to pump. You need to pump the milk that is in your breast out or you're going to get mastitis, which is an infection because the milk is literally just sitting in there and it causes a fever and everything else. So I tell the lady, hey, I think I need to pump this out. She's like, no, you're going to have an overproduction if you do that. Like, yeah, just wait, wait until and I'm like, I start crying. I'm like, Nate, I need you to get this milk out my titty now look i didn't know and and uh, sorry about the uh <laughs> for the t word y'all 
Uh, oh, sorry. That's what we call it in our yeah, family. That's, that's <laughs> I forget. That's like it. not normal. That's not a yeah. <laughs> My bad. So, <laughs> so sorry. I everybody. forget that that's vulgar because yeah. it's literally like a Williams family <laughs> word. <laughs> like, sorry, y'all. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Out, out of the breast. Let's, yeah, let's keep it. Let's keep my, it boob breast. Nipple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you had to do this thing called hand express, which is pretty much I'm milking my wife. Uh, and that was what was helping, I think. Um, yes. Get some oh, of the. Oh, heavens to Yeah, yeah that's, that's a whole. That's a whole. That's a whole nother situation. And I literally, at one point, while I'm crying, I remember looking at you and you saying jokingly, "Do I need to get on there? <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> do I need to start Listen, expressing this milk with my mouth?" Right. I, <laughs> and look like, and look. I'm. I, I was. The, and I know I said it jokingly, but. As much pain as Jim was in, I, I was like, "Yo, whatever it takes. If if I need to get move you know, over, Max, yeah, <laughs> I'll grab. I'll be on one. You be on like, whatever it takes. I just wanted her to not be in the pain anymore because I was crying. It yeah. hurt so bad, and they weren't helping me through it. It was yeah. just kind of like, you know." Yeah. Just let it ride. And then eventually she was like, well, let's get in the shower, get some warm milk or get some warm, <laughs> some warm milk, Lord. Let's, let's get, get some, some warm, warm water, water on, on that there, puppy. Yeah. And they'll start kind of draining. I got in the shower. Nothing, y'all. That water's hitting these hard boobs. Yeah. I don't know what to call them now. Yeah. They're hitting these like hard, rock hard breasts and it hurts. Yeah. I get out of that shower. I'm like, we're pumping. <laughs> we're pumping. Yeah, we're pumping right now. And um, that really helped. Really, really helped. And guess who doesn't have overproduction? You. Yeah, girl. Because your boy eats like crazy. And we're talking about Max, not me. He loves that to, Max milk. Yeah, he does. Um, so we, the the latching is better. It's not perfect, but it, it was better. It is getting a lot better. Um, and we're feeling more confident like yo we can leave before when we first got there we're like yo we need to live here now i need to get i need to get more clothes and all of that we're gonna stay here because we need to know how to do this but you know what the reason i got onto that whole breastfeeding spiel and like we could go into that more later but the reason i'm so grateful that we stayed for as long as we did is because i don't think had i gone home and i had had that hard situation happen I don't think I would have pursued breastfeeding. No. It's and extremely difficult. I didn't realize how hard yeah. it was. I thought it was like just a natural, put them up to it. They're just like, got no, it. No, no. It's, it's not. way and more complicated than that. And it's our turn. And it, it's really not that easy. But that is how people like make it seem. But it's not that easy. And I don't think that if I had been at the hospital and had the support, like literally the nurse that night after I got done pumping, laid Max and I side by side and I fell asleep. And that woman hand expressed my breast and kept Max awake to get the milk out of my boob. My goodness. Yo, shout out to every nurse out there. Literally. All of them. She let me sleep. She's like, if you're going to fall asleep, I'll stay right here and I will help you and I'll make sure Max is awake and eating. Mm. And I fell asleep. I was rocked. I was already yeah, asleep. Yeah, because we, we were so exhausted. This was the third night we were there and we hadn't slept hardly any. And I honestly don't think that had I stayed that that third night, that was three nights, right? Yeah. yeah, three nights. I don't think that I would have persevered with the breastfeeding because it just hurt like the Dickens. Yeah, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for every hour that we every hour that we stayed there. Yeah. Um, and now Max well, got that Max milk. Need to, okay. 
So we pack the stuff up. We get out of there. Um, like I said, I forgot my mask. Jen, I think, I, did you forget yours too? Or they, they stopped and gave you one? Yes. They, and we I were, was in the wheelchair, y'all. Yeah. With she a newborn just, on my lap. just popped a child out. I'm carrying <laughs> And like, they were like, excuse me, you are still in the hospital. You need to put this like, mask okay, on. Okay, my bad, like, yeah. Yo, like, okay, I'm not trying bad. to, yeah, I'm trying to do my part. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, you know, flatten the curve and all that. But uh, I'm carrying all sorts of things. And I just had no mask on for three days. Yeah, because in all part. fairness, like, we didn't have to wear our masks in the room. Right. So we had just been so used to being in the hospital without our masks on that, like, we didn't really think about it. It's crazy how accustomed you get to. Anyway, so we yeah. leave. Jen's hungry. We go to uh, Panera. That was first. That was Max's first uh, drive through experience. Um, got some Panera. Went home. Uh, I think Jen recorded me, like, driving in and once again just watch the video um get him in i think we changed his diaper like fairly early in and sat down on the couch and it was just so surreal yeah it's the wildest thing it was a mix of like what do we do and like how did they let us just leave like i kept thinking someone's gonna come in and say like you've been punked and now we take him for the rest of his life i didn't think they were gonna do that i thought yo um, our whole world is going to look different now, but I don't know what it's going to look like. And, and that is jarring. It's literally yeah. all jarring you guys, but, <laughs> like, but, it, but it's awesome. It's awesome too. Um, we're trying to figure out the whole sleeping thing. It, it's getting a little bit better, but we can get into all yeah. of that stuff later, but that is the birth, the birth story. story. That is how Maximilian Nathaniel Williams got here. Um, and he's great. He's so precious, so cute. Super cute, super duper, uber cute. I get really weird about Max, guys. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah. Is there is there anything, any details that I missed? Anything that you're like, hey, I want folks to know. Whether it's someone who is pregnant and they're going to deliver for the first time, any tips and tricks, or for I can try to shout the dads out out there. Don't be afraid. I think that I worked myself up like, what's going to go wrong? What's going to happen? Can I endure the pain? Is it, you know, the what ifs? Right. There's like, just try not to be afraid. Like, try to just go into it. Take it moment by moment. And, I mean, depending on if you're at a hospital or a home birth or whatever. Like, for us, we were in a hospital. We were well taken care of. Yes. Advocate for yourself. You know, that's don't tough be like to do, me. but do it. Yeah, don't be like me. Don't let them put a big old flange on your titty. And we're sorry. still learning. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's <laughs> sorry. fine. And we're still learning to, to be yeah. advocates for ourselves. And I think we, we said this learning. in the part before. It's easy to to take the L yourself. It's mm-hmm. easy to be like, you know what, <sighs> y'all can do whatever, or man, you can take that, or no, I didn't want that last piece of chicken, or you go ahead, whatever. But when you're when it's like you have to advocate for someone else like the feeling of not advocating for them is like a atomic bomb on your soul mm-hmm. you're just like i'm the worst ever like this yeah. i'm a new parent and this is how i'm like i'm not even sticking up for my kid that's a whole nother topic or whatever um yeah it's 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 a beautiful fantastic terrifying uh-huh. wonderful thing yeah totally and I, totally. 
I am so thankful that he came the way that he did, when he did. Yeah. Um, and we are so totally still learning. Yeah. Like, nowhere near arrived. So it's going to be fun to, like, process this all through the podcast. And then in a year, look back and be like, oh, my word, we were so concerned about that. And now Max sleeps through the night, you know? Right. <laughs> now, uh, yeah. Now he won't stop, you know, talking and having yeah. his eyes open. Yeah. And it's, it is all really fun and beautiful. But I think what they don't tell you is, like, you need a moral support person. Yeah. And that is for us, each other. But yeah. we said multiple times, if you are a single mom. Oh, my goodness. Holy crap. <laughs> like, I don't Yo, know. I that, literally man. don't know how you, y'all do it. And, like, I. Kudos I, to you, for real. I actively got angry multiple times thinking, there's dudes out there that will get some lady pregnant and yep. be like, yo, I'm out. I like yep. I didn't have to I didn't have to carry Max at all, which, you know, praise the Lord cuz you know your boy is squeamish. Um and I don't think I have a high tolerance for pain. Um but I didn't have to do none of that. But I'm still like correct me if I'm wrong, Jen, but I'm helping, oh my right? Gosh. Like I'm Guys, I'm, I've changed like 3 diapers. And so there's there's plenty of things to do for me to help yeah. the whole like hand expressing thing, like yep. to help like get max engaged because you know my right one's heavy yeah come out and say it boobs are different sizes and (laughs) nipples are different shapes and stuff and so So she needs help yeah she needs help uh for that and um early on like max wasn't like taken to the boob so i had to like syringe feed him like i put my finger in his mouth remember that that was like last week yeah that was the that was the method for feeding him remember how like i used to feel like oh my gosh he has to eat again. It's taking like, it took like an hour to feed him. Yeah. And burp him. Yeah. And then we would have an hour. So what's the point in sleeping? Right. And then it all started again. Right. Because he was eating every two hours. Yeah. Because their stomach is the size of like what? A, a walnut, walnut yeah. or something. So he goes through food and burns through it. So, and then there's like this intensity of like, they burn off energy while eating. So, like, yeah, he's eating, but he's burning just as much energy off as he's receiving. Right. And he's losing weight. So, there's, like, this curve you have to get over, you know? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And you're just hoping and praying. Is he gaining weight? Is he getting enough? Is he... Oh, my word. And so, like, yeah, for you to be present with me during all of that is, like... Yo, that's my job. The best thing ever. Like, even still, last night, I'm like, Nathaniel... I forgot to switch sides. This right one Let's is on some it. other stuff. Can you please wake up and like express this sucker? Let's get it. Whew. And I feel like, and once again, this is a whole nother situation. Look, this is <laughs> this is the first episode of season two. Um, and I and I can tell yeah, you how many. Lonely. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of baby stuff, but um, y'all are here for the journey. So holler at you guys. Um, but yeah, so uh, I feel like I. I feel like I don't help enough is what it feels like. But there's only so much that I can do. Yeah. Um, after Jen feeds him, burps him, and then usually switches sides so he can feed on the other side. After all of that, that's probably like an hour and a half type of thing. Correct correct me if I'm wrong. That's like a mm-hmm. you know, a whole situation. Yeah, and she, an hour and a half downtime between maybe. Yeah. And she likes to have him cuddled up to her. It helps him like sleep. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I get some time in um, as well to, to kind of hold them and give Jen a break so that she can eat or go to the bathroom or whatever. 
and I feel like I'm not helping enough. So to all those dudes out there, if you got some lady pregnant and you're not helping, bro, shame on you, number one. Number two, man, uh, again, shame on you. It's It really is a fantastic you're yo you're missing out and yo uh, chances are offspring yes chances are there's not like deadbeat dads out there listening to the nate lotion uh podcast but um for all you expecting fathers or whatever it is like and i'm helping to the best of my ability and like there are times where like i sleep through the night and jen early on jen did not wake me up at all and was just taking the full brunt of the no sleep thing Mm -hmm. newborn thing on our own and i told her i was like yo like let me help this is a team effort and yeah. i can't i can't you know help my teammate if you don't signal i need help or you don't tag me in or, or things like that mm-hmm. and i think since yeah. then you've been really good about like hey i need a break or like hey can you hold them yeah or like so and that has I been helpful for me for much help no she was asking for no help at all and i don't i don't know you know i'm New dad, I don't know. And that's another podcast for another day as well. Because remember, I was like, I don't want to wake you up. Yeah, you're grumpy. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yo, and let I'm me be grumpy. grumpy. Yeah, let me let me be grumpy. I I we am were just grumpy towards each other. It is my it is my duty as your husband. It is a part of my ministry as a, a as a man. Dad. Yeah, as a dad, like I will. I need the opportunity to to grow in that way. But anyway. We are about to pull into our uh, driveway. Also, uh, fun fact, recently our driveway was paved. So it's about dang time. You probably heard us just about cuss at the end of every episode uh-huh. because we're pulling into our driveway and that thing is like an off-road experience. Literally. They've paved it. They've paved it. It has calmed down significantly. The roads are still raw we out here. we got to get these roads paved. Yeah, these roads are kind of wild, but... Um, once these puppies get done, you know, you won't hear us hooping, hollering, and just about cussing out here. So, any the way, this has been the Nate Loves Jen podcast, car pod DM style. The first episode of season two. Woot, woot, holler at your boy one time. Jen, uh, any words of wisdom? It's season two. H- hit him with something, something new. That's a lot of pressure. Um, <laughs> just, you know, you know, go out there and advocate for yourselves. Yeah, advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm. Max said. Mm-hmm. He did. Um, follow us on Instagram for real, at Nate Loves Jen or at Jen Loves Nate. And if guess you what, guys? See. Season two, I'm pulling up. I've been posting. Jen is posting, y'all. I've been posting a little Q&A. Ask me anything because I'm go. an influencer now. Okay. That's a With my lot. One thousand followers. Hey, tweet it up. You need to get back on Bloom Budget, which is the we'll sponsor see. of this this we'll podcast. See. We'll see. Um, love you guys. Welcome to season two. I gotta reach out to Cam to see if he can do like new art. Yeah, we need new art. We need um, new art with Max in it. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Shoot, that's so cute. That's super Max, cute. Max, you got any words for the people? Anything from him? He's out. Um, okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right, y'all. That might be uh, three. Be blessed. Don't be stressed. Uh, say more. Do less. We out. Bye. Bye.